0: Ha
1: Somewhere deep underground in an unknown location, presumably in Bellona, Mr. Bobo and Mr. Kalugi Salatio sort of walking around this uh, circularish corridor. There's a spill of light somewhat coming from one end of it outside of the door that you came from door which has the number ten written on it door into a room of a sort of comfortable jail cell that you've been in for a couple of weeks, even though you're not too sure on the time frame yourself because you've not had any reference um outside of meals and visits and um kalugi's ramblings. Um, you guys came out of, you broke out um, of this room, only to find yourself in a kind of corridor that just, um, circles and circles. There is no other door that seems to lead out that's present here. You guys were looking for kind of a way out. You were pressing, um, uh, paving slabs and you were pushing bricks on the walls and stuff. Um, pretty much to no avail. Confused. Very confused as to how this is possible um, could you roll me a dice and I' am going to roll a dice for young Kalugi
2: all right here goes nothing 11
1: 11 and a 19 from Kalugi um you guys do this for a long time um, walking around in circles every now and then comparing notes of very little only to find that nothing's happening. Um, eventually you feel like you've pushed every brick here. It's been hours of doing this, um, pushing and hitting the walls, feeling some of the grooves. Every now and then you'll find like an area of the wall that seems kind of strange. There are certainly parts of this wall that feel unconventional, but it seems more like age to you as you're looking around. Um, it feels like you're in a very old... Um, place. The bricks and the walls are eroded in a way that suggests time more than anything else. There's no breeze or anything. Um, The furnishings of the room you're in were pretty modern, but not anything outside of that. Kalugi eventually comes around to the front of the uh, doorway, looks in at the room that you've come from, turns to you and says, well, I've got nothing. Um... I'm. I'm completely confused. I've pressed every rock, I've pushed in every, paving slab, and I've touched every single brick here. Maybe twice, I think. Maybe.
2: This is starting to look, very grim for us. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I. I. I feel like I've touched every every stone, every every, tablet. I've. I've come across myself. There's just no light. I'm not seeing any light coming in other than, well, from the room. You've done it. I've done what?
1: He points to the sconce with the torch in it. Light. What if we take the torch around?
2: Well, well, I, I suppose. I reluctantly grab the torch.
1: See if it, uh moves like if there's a breeze coming from outside it'll blow the torch right
2: oh you're right with that i take uh the torch and i see if the wind blows perhaps giving us a direction
1: yeah roll me another dice the two of you start walking around this um this corridor uh, holding the light up in front of you or watching the light, you're kind of looking to see if it changes direction in any way. Um, you walk, like, uh, from your doorway all the way around to the other side. No change in the torch, and you keep walking before Kalugi shouts after you. Where are you going? Well,
2: I, I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, it, it, well, i just... Bring it back. Br- bring it back.
1: Look at that. Points at the wall. Lift the torch up.
2: I ruffle my brows and then immediately turn to where Kalugi's looking.
1: Holding the torch up, he points. Well, look at that! What does that mean? It looks like it's, nothing to you, it just looks like what? the wall.
2: The, what what do you mean, Kalugi?
1: Why don't you see it? A line.
2: It's it I'm looking at a wall.
1: He reaches forward and grabs your sunglasses off your face. Suddenly, with your eyes able to see with your natural vision, you can see that there's a kind of strange shape, um, kind of like a door shape, glowing slightly. And as you move the torch around, it becomes more and more um, illuminated. You see it?
2: By the gods! I- is that our way out?
1: You've got beautiful eyes, you know. Why do you wear these things?
2: Oh, I, uh, I'm shy.
1: All oh, right, He hands him back to you.
2: Thank you. And I, I, I put him back on.
1: Well, what does it mean?
2: It, 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 it doesn't that mean that that's our way out?
1: Right, but... He starts pressing the wall. Puts an ear to it. Well, there's something there, right? That's the door, right?
2: I suppose. Do you hear anything on the other side?
1: Sounds like rocks. Rocks? Yeah, like a wall. Like I can't hear anything.
2: Okay. I uh, begin to examine this wall.
1: Yeah, roll me another dice.
2: 17.
1: Hey. Rolling high enough. Um... Now that you can see the kind of shape of the wall, you can see that the the bricks and the way that it's laid out are clearly designed to be able to be moved. The light showing you where the wall is helps you to figure out that this for sure is able to be moved in some way. But you get the sense that the mechanism that would probably um, move this wall in some way that it, it, it looks like it would probably move backwards in the sense that like away from you and then fold out or slide further into the wall in some way like that, like a secret doorway. Um, the mechanism surely has to be opened from the other side. There can't possibly be a way to do it from this side. It really does seem like the only reason that the uh, um, wall exists in this way is just in case you happen to have locked yourself in, I suppose. Um, it does seem to reveal that there is a doorway here, but how to open it, Almost certainly impossible from this side without any very specialized tools or something like explosive, maybe magic.
2: I immediately turned to Kalugi. This is probably how they're, they're they're getting in here, but I I I don't see any way of us getting out from here. The mechanism is probably on the other side. I mean, do you have anything perhaps that I don't know? Maybe. I wouldn't imagine, like, a lockpick, considering there's nothing to, to pick here.
1: Well, we're buggered, then. I suppose.
2: No, let, let's not give up that easily. I, you know, I, I I feel like we have a strong bond, and if we put our heads together, we can come up with something.
1: Right. Um suppose they've got to come down here at some point maybe you stand on that side and I stand on this side and we hope that it's not some low
2: well yeah um I was also maybe thinking we cause some sort of uh, diversion or something make some noise to get them to come back here and then we surprise them alright and we make our way out of here
1: alright that sounds good Um.
2: Really? I, I, uh. I, I, don't know how we're gonna surprise them, though.
1: Well, we could pretend to be having a fight, right? They don't want us to kill each other.
2: Oh. I don't want to fight you, though.
1: No, I don't want to fight you, either. You've. You're literally like half a god, right?
2: I, well, I mean. I'm, uh.
1: I mean, don't you have And he reaches forward and starts tickling your belly. Don't you have something in there?
2: No, not. Jesus, no, I have to. No, i had got nothing in there.
1: Yeah, you said there was something in there.
2: Well, maybe... uh, Well, it's not there anymore.
1: Right. Well, uh, we could just pretend to fight. Okay. Right? Just, uh... I'll punch this wall and you punch that wall. And we'll just react as if we're being punched. I okay, can't. I'm
2: gonna slap the wall and and you know it's that I'm slapping Ow. you. Yes. Oh it
1: really hurts. Do you
2: like that, Kalugi? Ow. Do you like Ow, that? Get yes, off yes. Me. do you like oh, that? That doesn't you? you
1: like I'll that. kill you, I say. He starts hitting what? the wall as well. Right, both of you can roll dice. One for Kalugi, one for you. And this is basically a performance check. <laughs> is that six yours?
0: Yeah,
2: I didn't. On a
1: perform? Oh. <laughs> oh no. It's terrible. You guys start making a whole ruckus, a a bunch of noise, hitting the walls. Um, Kalugi's jumping up and down. He starts, like, hitting his belt against the wall, so it sounds like something's dinging off the wall. You're kind of screaming. Eventually, um, maybe, like, two or three minutes later, suddenly there's a hard kind of... And then the sound of, like, stone grinding against stone. The piece of the wall that starts uh, moving back is where the door was that you were expecting to move. It moves backwards and starts moving to the left, holding in on itself somewhat, kind of moving further into the wall, the secret door opening up. Kalugi turns to you and I then- to Wait, we didn't come up with the next part. What are we doing?
2: Uh, I, uh, I guess I'm just, I'm so shook that I'm just uh, standing there.
1: Yeah, a yeah. very, very long uh, rifle slowly <laughs> pokes its way through the door and rests itself against the side of your head, resting on the back of your shoulder, and you hear the vo- the voice of Worston say, "That's got to be the worst acting I've ever heard from a bard."
0: It's
2: not my forte.
1: Mm. It actually works in your favour. And you. Well, it's about what I expected from a drunk. Well, I'm not actually that drunk right now, so maybe if you'd like to help me on my way, did you bring anything? No. Alright. right. two of you, uh, finally made your way out, did ya?
2: Wait, wait, wait. are are you trying to tell us that we were supposed to do this?
1: It was a sort of, uh, intelligence test. test.
2: An intelligence test? All right, look, I may not be the brightest bulb here, but this was a test?
1: I left you in a room with lockpicks and it took you two weeks to get out.
2: You did, actually.
1: This is I, not I, a point, you know, though. It did yeah. take us a little while. We were having just such a great time.
2: Yeah, we, we, were, we were having a a great time. It was like vacay a, li- a little bit, but we were locked out.
1: Right. well, you're out just in time. We're going on a little trip. He throws two kind of um, circular collars on the ground that might be used for a big kind of mastiff dog or something. Put them on.
2: Uh, Carefully. Get careful. Uh, okay, I, I, I then put it on.
1: And uh, he throws two coats out um one is even bigger than the thing that kalugi is used to wearing it's a big kind of fine looking thing the type of thing that you might see on like a noble in the thick of winter um the lining of it kind of a fur of like something like maybe a bear or something really rare to put on the inside of a coat um covering everything including the collar of your um these metal collars that he's thrown on the ground he throws these two coats down yeah, put them on as well.
2: Jesus. Oh, okay, I then put on the uh, cloak.
1: So the two of you clip these metal collars in place. They sit around your neck kind of snugly. Um, really, it just feels like a very heavy um, metal uh, ring. Um, quite thick. You can tell when you pick it up that it's got some sort of mechanism on the inside and when it closes, it locks in place with what feels like part magnet and maybe a little uh, mechanism that locks together. Talugi puts the thing on um, and then gets a coat and says, Can't I wear my coat? No, that one's got to cover the collar. Show anyone you're wearing a collar and I'll activate the collar. We will
2: activate... What do you mean? What what does this thing do? What does this thing do around my neck?
1: You can't be trusted.
2: I, I... We can't be trusted?
1: What? No, not quite. But I've got... One lead left to follow. Really the only one I've got left. The Inquisitor has been looking into something. And, uh... You are required to come with me. Look
2: oh. into it. Okay, look. Uh, we're not your guinea pigs, alright? <laughs> uh... We're
1: going to see your friend, Aura.
2: You have Aura? No.
1: Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't really know what's going on either, if I'm honest. Another Inquisitor really? has been working with Aura on something.
2: Well, if Aura's involved... Well, you can expect no hesitation from me.
1: Alright. In my pocket is a thing known as a dead man's switch. It's a mechanism that sends a high-pitched noise to the mechanism in your collars. If my hand loosens, the collar will release six small blades into each of your necks. So, no funny business.
2: Jesus!
1: If anyone asks your nobility, well i sort of am nobility really well no, you know well i mean people know my name it doesn't make you a noble
2: well you are of have nobility to me kaluki
1: he actually is nobility sort of what well you're a bastard all right well i'm tired come on western kind of pockets his uh his um rifle hiding it under his own cloak he's actually dressed Formally as well. It looks like he's off to a ball. The thing that he's wearing is like these fineries This kind of nice tunic with these really posh looking trousers and belt He's wearing shoes instead of boots and he's got a really long cloak that kind of runs all the way down to the uh, The uh, ankles it hides his really long gun the rifle. He's using is like a repeating rifle looking thing um, And he puts it in somewhere underneath his cloak kind of hiding out of the way and then he begins to walk ahead Ahead of you, you can see a pretty long corridor leading up to a set of stairs um, that seem to head upwards, if you're following him.
2: Oh, I'm absolutely following him.
1: The three of you head out from the Inquisition dungeons. And that is where we're going to flip over to Reginald, Aura, and... (laughs) What do we call Ellie today? I wonder. You guys are heading towards the uh, Wild Hand Tavern. A few hours have passed and you guys are dressed up. Um, what do you two look like as you and a posh looking Reginald um, head towards this meeting with Wurston at this very high-end establishment
3: uh i feel like well aura's got this like lacy ball grant gown on and just stiffly walking with a corset tied it's really poofy at the bottom it's got pastel colors woven throughout she's walking like someone who's never really walked in heels before so she's trying to saunter very, very like confidently, but her like ankles keep going getting bent as she st- takes some steps and hits the cobblestone, and uh, she's trying to like stand up straight and like walk with confidence, but it do- it probably
4: doesn't look like that from a distance. What <laughs> about Listen, I look comfortable as shit. <laughs> so <laughs> flat shoes on that are a little worn. I got some black pants. I have a couple holes in them here and there with some pockets. I got uh, white. A white, but, like, it's, like, kind of dirty off-white. Like, it's been washed several times and been dirtied several times as well. And then a scarf and a little hat. And I have, you know, my hair tucked up into it as much as I can. Uh, to give sort of an appearance, like, it is a little shorter, even if it's not. Um, and, yeah, I look really comfortable. I got things. You know, like, I have underneath the shirt, I have, like, I'm wrapped, so I'm flat as a pancake. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's about how I look. Got um, a little
1: bag on the side Reginald is wearing um shoes nice trousers kind of uh a uh, strong looking tunic the fluffy thing that you forced him to purchase a little sort of bow tie looking thing around his neck and uh a comfortable cloak it's drizzly outside I the rain the
3: fact
1: that I... What is this noise i can hear i can hear kpp from somewhere <laughs> i don't know why did anyone else hear it? or was it, Am I imagining things? Um, the, uh, yeah, the three of you are walking up the street, I think, with, um, Reginald and Aura, um, taking the lead and their sort of like serving child following behind this, um, servant boy. It's a relatively common sight, the further uptown you get, um, you will see this quite often. People walking around, and they'll have a servant a few paces behind, often carrying items for them. Um, and uh, the three of you are heading towards the um, the tavern. Reginald turns to you, Ellie, and says, "What what are we calling you again?" Eli. Eli. Right. Yes. Of course.
4: Kind of like Ellie, but Eli. You yeah. know. Right. Is um, not remember?
1: That's, yes, well, of course. Most likely we'll just refer to you as boy.
4: That works.
1: Yes. Yeah, so. um, I guess well.
4: I'll have to put on a little more high-pitched of a voice. I'm going to be convinced, convincing as a boy.
1: Uh, yeah, <gasps> yes. Um, and Aura, if anybody asks, you're, 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 you're uh, from out of town.
3: Well, I could try to act like i'm from town
1: well they would know
4: yeah don't say that and everybody don't say you're from bane because they would they would probably do the same thing that one lady yes, did no what's, a, what's, a what's a good place what's a good place let me think
1: uh just say you're from Streletto.
4: there you
3: go i know nothing about Streletto.
1: well just
4: pretend like you know everything like everyone else here
1: yes the good thing about Streletto is that the a lot of people from from Bologna, sort of think people from streller are a little uh, eccentric
4: here's oh okay so i need to act more eccentric okay 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 I, I lay my hand on aura's shoulder and i'm like here's the deal even if you're making up complete garbage stand by it no one will question it just stand like, by like, it like just complete even garbage if it's the I, even
3: if
5: i don't you believe literally, it
4: you say the sky's purple in in Stiletto, in Stiletto and they'd be like okay.
3: Okay. All right." So, so I'll just whatever I say is true and I just, believe it.
4: You gotta believe it. See, that's okay. the difference. You gotta believe that it's true and people don't really question that. And if they do, just be like, listen, if you've not been there or if you haven't been there recently, then you don't know. You don't know anything. I can't believe you questioned me.
3: Should I, um, should I do an accent?
4: Uh, um... Well, uh, give us one real quick.
3: Hello, I'm from Striletto.
4: This is my
3: betrothed Reginald.
1: Uh, it's perfect. Uh, uh, it, yes, I suppose. That'll have to do. Uh, I,
3: um,
4: I, I, I like it. I feel like... <laughs> I I think the sky is purple, and I don't care what you Wait, say. If you're gonna do that, you gotta go with the hand motions. Oh, uh, this is unnatural. Like, who does? Uh, oh,
3: fake people do be... it. Oh, okay. Um. What <sighs> other What are other things that that that
4: fancy people say? Talk about your money and I'm all the items rich. you have. Did I say that? Yeah, you said you're very rich. Okay. Talk about how many like houses do you own like how many servants you have how many like anything
3: I have four servants who help me with all of my tasks right sweetie and I like pat Reginald's face and like sure. run my hand down his cheek
1: uh, right yeah well perhaps, uh... I have to
3: call you boy I have to call you boy uh,
4: yeah just what do I call you? I'm supposed to be a con- Eli or boy? Boy, more convincing. I mean, you're above me, remember? Boy, fetch me my sword.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Ellie. I hold out the sword. <laughs> Thank
4: you. Wait, why on. are you carrying the sword now? Give it I back. Okay, I don't- <laughs> Take the sword back. <laughs> All right, I think I'm ready. Mm.
1: Well, I suppose. Well, at least we'll be trying to sit away from everyone else.
3: What is that okay. supposed to mean?
1: Well, we're almost there. Um, just leave most of the talking to me until we get inside. We'll.
3: we'll I am a noblewoman. I feel like I have a place at the table as well.
1: Yes, but uh, th- we're undercover. Wouldn't cover. it be
4: weird for me to not talk? But, uh, but he knows more about. It's just that... this kind of establishment, maybe, is what he's trying to say.
3: Yeah. Okay, I'll observe I'll, for a little bit, and then I'll jump in when I feel like there's a good spot. Just
4: jump in whenever you want to say something. Completely posh and and like have your nose in the air, like you, you know. We already went over this. Okay.
1: Okay. Yes. Okay. If you uh, you would like, perhaps you could arrange for some entertainment. Um, that way we'll be sat outside.
4: And absolutely, under no circumstances should you mention me beyond boy. I'm a boy. I'm a servant. That's it. I serve you.
1: Yeah. Maybe you could send him in to fetch something. That'll give you a chance to scout the area out.
4: Yeah. Uh, um, That's a good idea.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. Well kind of uh, do you
3: drink wine? Is that what what they drink? Not mm-hmm. meat or beer? Because you Actively could go in and get us wine.
1: Whatever you like. Well, meat's pretty expensive. It's not
4: like it, you know, it's readily available. So if you want meat, go for meat.
3: I just feel like everything is very complicated in your social why. Why does it have to be this complicated?
4: It's, because these people are full of shit.
1: Yes, it's frightening, frighteningly complicated for such simple people, but. It's yeah. to the and...
4: country. Nobody,
3: nobody will do this to you.
4: It's it's fine. You'll get. Mm. It'll be, you know, once this is over with, you never have to come back in here. You can burn the dress.
1: Yes, most of the people in here probably own your farms and.
4: No,
3: I own produce. my own
1: farm. Right, but who do you sell that Produce too. I don't
3: know. There's, there's just carts that come through the village. We have our own uh, market and that I saw. Who do you it. think
1: owns those carts?
3: I don't know. They don't own my farm, though. They pay me for my produce. I have the deed to my own
4: farm. Yeah, she probably owns her farm, but they keep you in business.
3: That's
1: very nice. Um, right. We eat uh, a lot. Well, here it is. He points forward towards um, uh, a sort of a crossroads, like a Y road. On the uh, the center of the Y, there is a particularly standout building. You might have walked past it several times. It sits relatively central in the kind of high town area. Um, when you guys will have come to the um, Inquisition HQ, you probably would have walked past it. Um, The fortress stands relatively close by as well. The um, safe house that you first met Reginald at is near here. Um, You can see that there is an establishment known as the Wild Hand. It's a red brick building with a sort of timber frame to it. It's clean looking. It's about two stories, but it's a tall two stories with an orange shingled roof with all of this sort of... um, this decorative twists and turns to some of the elements of it. It looks like somebody paid to have the architecture upgraded and and kept neat, Uh, whereas a lot of buildings in most of Bologna are kind of falling apart, patches and holes in the roof, different colored shingles all over it. This looks relatively clean and well kept. Um, There doesn't seem to have been any damage from the fall of magic about three weeks ago. There's a sort of decorative point and spire on the top, That i think you could probably spy out ellie um there's a row of well-kept flowers on the outside that sit on the outside of the building and also towards the entrance area there is a sort of slightly raised deck area with chairs and tables there's even a small stage for performers um more than likely used in the summer more so than on a drizzly day like today coming up to winter but it does mean that the outside chairs there's only a couple of people kind of milling around out there Um, it's a little more private and it's also where you arrange to meet with Worston. There's a big wide doorway, um, that doesn't lie open. You have to open the doors, which is different to most of the taverns in town where you can just kind of wander in. Some have the saloon doors, um, that you might find in an old Western. Um, and you can see a couple of members of clientele moving in and out. You can see that they're wearing clothes that are frighteningly similar to the ridiculous garb that you guys are wearing, um and uh reginald points towards the doorway and says um right we'll we'll head on in uh, we'll see if i can uh, uh sit us on the outside it'll seem a little strange i would imagine to them that we'd want to sit outside in the drizzle and the rain we might be able to arrange for a an umbrella of sorts perhaps
4: why don't you oh. just go sit inside you don't have to sit in the rain
1: well because we want a vantage point for you do we not
4: <sighs> Do I I know that I can probably see them from the inside, too.
1: Um, I don't think that you would have really had any reason to have been in here before, so I don't think you know what the inside looks like. Um, you wouldn't have a good vantage point from the outside looking in. Um, it's pretty open and obvious here. Um, a little sort of serving boy staring into the window of an establishment wouldn't be too crazy. Um necessarily, but you might get ushered along by guards and stuff like that. Uh, There's not a great vantage point for sort of like, you know, incapacitation and kill shots and whatever assassins things that are running through Ellie's dark mind. Um, You certainly wouldn't have a good um, uh, secretive position. You'd probably have to be quite out in the open. It's not ideal unless you get inside and see that there's a change on the inside.
4: Well, come on then we're going to see what the inside looks like, we might as well go in. I can tell you if going up would be a better option inside or out, but sitting in the rain doesn't seem very uh, smart.
1: Uh, very well. Uh, if you're ready, Aura, um, he gestures forward.
3: You see Aura, like, straighten up and, like, does a weird thing with her hands and kind of puts them in a...
4: Like I don't even it doesn't position. even phase me cuz it's like I've been around people like this before and I'm just like yeah they're all like that.
3: <laughs> like scanning the room to see like what other people are doing and trying to like emulate <laughs> what these posh people are doing.
1: Yeah. You head on in. Um walking up a couple of steps to these big wide doors. Um, Reginald opens the door for you in a very gentlemanly fashion and he does that same thing he did when he went into the stores where he kind of stops being a relatively nervous um, over overthinker and suddenly he stands up straighter. He opens the door and then uh, allows kind of bows slightly and allows you to walk in. Um, as you step through and step in Aura with, with Ellie standing on the outside, the... Um, room kind of opens up to you as you step in you can see now that this place is um it's it's an oddly unkempt interior but as if it's done by fashion um it's nice it's purposefully built in such a way that it's supposed to look relatively homely yet it's freshly painted with sort of black and white on a lot of the walls kind of a strange checkered pattern that contrasts with the weird homely warm um immediate entrance that you get there are these well-made tables with about 50% of the clientele taking up most of them. There's um, a very large warm hearth keeping the the interior very brightly lit. As you step in, you realize this place has got chandeliers and sconces and a hearth. And it's really brightly lit compared to a lot of taverns which only have like a hearth and a few sconces going. And people don't really care um, about light. This is all lit up. Um... There are paintings all around the walls, each one with a sconce on either side with a small light next to it. Most of them look like um, royalty, past queens of Alexandria mostly. There's a modern-looking painting above the hearth that looks like the current queen, Queen Belle Streel, that I don't know if you would have ever ever seen a painting of, but that's what it is. Um, I think for sure Ellie would know. Um, But I don't know if they really care about anything like that in BAME. Um, She's a kind of strong-looking woman she fixes you with a deadly stare as soon as you step in you can see this kind of strong muscular woman posed in um little more than a green robe there's quite a lot of skin showing and she's got this diamond inlaid crown the crown of alexandria sitting on her head and it it really sits as a very like obvious centerpiece like a um like you're supposed to immediately see and admire it the clientele Looking around, you can see a mostly like nobility. Ellie might recognize some of them. Reginald for sure recognizes some of them as lesser nobility houses of Bellona. These aren't the absolute upper echelon. Um, Ellie's probably just had lots of run-ins. There's probably several houses of people here that you've just heard about or um, seen mentioned in tourneys or just famous types or, or major players in certain things. There's probably people in here that are part of houses that you've murdered people from um for other houses here because they're all at war and are awful um there's the wall steeples there's the Montbos, there's the rothlows there's the Erli family um and they're sitting at these tables wearing these absurdly expensive gowns and these tailored suits and these ridiculous hats and things most of them smoking something um drinking from these strange long tankards with these wide glasses as is fashionable It's a very strange thing, I think, for you, Aura. This is madness. It looks like you've walked into, like, the Mad Hatter's Tavern. Like, it's just stupid. The contrast of different things here is ridiculous, um, but it's obviously become part of a fashion. Ellie, whether you've been in here or not, um, or passed it or recognised anything from it, um, it changes quite a lot. They change the decor and things in here all the time. Um, and Reginald, as he opens the door, steps in front of you, Ellie, immediately treating you as if you are a ghost, lets the door kind of swing close behind him. You're carrying, by the way, Reginald's stuff and Aura's stuff, um, and you're, like, dragging these things yeah. in. The door kind of half-closes you. It makes me look even more you.
4: like a kid, because I'm not necess- Ellie's not necessarily really big, like, and so she's just, like, got this stuff in her arms, like, walking behind them. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I changed my, my walk too, to be more like it would be a kid and not like an assassin, less finesse.
1: You guys, um, with Ellie kind of half being closed in the door as she steps through, um, are immediately greeted by uh, very, a, a pretty tall, like a 6'1", but plump plump-looking gentleman with auburn hair that's greying in places and very dull green eyes He's in all of these expensive clothes. He has trousers that flare on, which you might notice, and Reginald immediately notices because you you turned him off from wearing trousers that flare at the bottoms. As soon as you, Aura, and you, Ellie, recognize it, you look around, and every gentleman in here is wearing flared bottom trousers. Um, he wanders towards you, spinning a kind of quill or something like that in his hands, um, and uh, takes a few steps before before realizing who... Reginald is. You see his eyes open up and he says, Oh, my boy, it's been so very long. Oh, um, what on earth are you wearing, my dear? Reginald says, Oh, well, you know how it is. I've been very busy working. I've been in Streleto, and you know, this is, um, well, why don't you introduce yourself, my
3: dear? At this moment, Ora's face has a moment of panic because she never came up with a fake name. And she wasn't sure if she was supposed to um i, I am from striletto and my name is tiffy
1: please roll me a dice. <laughs> lady
3: tiffy will you let me go to the pisser please uh, in a to minute boy in a minute boy and you know what we're in a nice establishment don't say that word to the uh, not what do i call what do i call it then the 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 the, the, rest, the rest the 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 pisser you could call it the pisser
4: pisser.
3: Yes, but, 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 but yes, uh, well, let's get a table first, then you can go to the pisser. My
4: okay. dear Tiffy!
1: Like, like speaking over you, Ellie, like, this <laughs> uh, this gentleman steps forward, he grabs your hand, Aura, he bows a little, kisses you on the hand. Um, he does something very strange. He takes in a deep sniff of your hand, as he does so. Um, <sighs> he lets go of your hand, and then looks over it at Reginald, and says, It's been so very long since I've seen your father... Please tell him to uh, stop by at some point. Reginald says, yes, it's been so very long since I've seen him as well. He's in good health, though. We speak very regularly. The gentleman in front of him says, hmm, I'm sure you do. A table for two, then. Or are you expecting company? He says that to you, Aura.
3: Oh, oh, we are expecting companies. I don't know, Reggie, how many should should we have at our table four? Please? That's me, my lady. Oh, we need a stool for, for the boy.
1: <laughs> Reginald starts laughing so well. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> yes, I love uh, to make jokes. I'll get you a table for six in case other company comes as well. And he starts to move in. I can sit you by the windows or perhaps you'd like to be in the center here. Reginald quickly stepping forward says, "Um, the large window at the back, yes? Glancing at you, Ellie. Have I?
4: I've already like looked up.
1: There's um, this kind of open plan room. there's no bar like you would expect in the tavern. You can see that there's a doorway with a serving child bringing out food from a kitchen. Um, you can also see that there's a stairwell in that kitchen and there's a stairwell on the uh, in kind of the center of this room to a degree that leads up to the next floor. Um,
4: uh, are there any like rafters or something above?
1: Not really no. it's kind of open. Um it's just got timbered, um reinforced, whatever they're called, those things, beams that run there's, along the center.
4: There's nowhere to like perch.
1: It's a pretty terrible room to find somewhere to perch. You might be able to um put yourself out of the way somewhere in the back by the hearth. Um your options really are the center of the room where you might be able to get up the stairs and look down as long as you remain hidden and no one really goes up the stairs. Or go yeah. back outside and look in through the larger window that the open table is sat next to.
4: Yeah, I think I, I nod and say by the window. Or I just nod. Yes, yeah, by like the
1: window. I really do think um, I'd rather be by the window than the center of the room after what's been going on in town, wouldn't you say? Oh, it's absolutely ghastly. No magic, they say. Yes, no magic. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Reginald? Uh, no, I wouldn't know anything about that, of course. Business is business. Um, to the window, then, Milady, And he kind no.
3: of uh, <laughs> leans forward. Like, sh- shuffling towards the... Trying not to pick up the heels so that I can look a little bit more proper.
1: Alright, roll me a dice, then. An eight. How do you want to kind of fail doing this?
3: <laughs> I picture that one gif or video of that girl on a runway. <laughs> legs just start bowing out.
1: Just it's just a nightmare all the way to a chair where you finally kind of just ready yourself barely at the chair. <laughs> lay myself,
3: I lay my side like I sit down but I remember what what Ellie told me where I just need to own it. So like as I'm wobbling my way over to the, the table, my legs are bowing every which way. I get to the chair and I just sit down and act as if nothing happened.
1: It seems as if you've had a tipple already. What would oh. you like to drink, oh. my dear?
3: Um,
4: so your finest wine.
1: Finest wine coming right up. We've got some imports. Oh, yes.
4: My lady loves wine. Especially the red wine. The red wine, it's her favorite.
1: You are completely yes. ignored. Like, as you get halfway through that sentence, <laughs> he says, We've got some lovely imports, and I suppose, uh, you'll be having the same, Reginald. Yes, I'll have the same. Thank you very much.
3: Hey, do you have any charcuterie boards?
4: What?
1: <laughs> Throw me a dice. <laughs> <It's> well... <laughs> Yes, my dear, of course. We can get you oh, a chocolate board. of course. absolutely. <laughs> I would
3: love some selections of meats and cheeses from oh, the local course. region.
4: My oh, lady, yes, the of pisser. will
1: get the finest from Bologna.
4: Yes, yes, go to the pisser, boy. I drop everything right
1: there yeah.
4: next to her. And I turn around and, like, start shuffling away.
1: Yeah, Reginald kind of pulls a chair for you to sit in and sits on the other thank side. Thank you, Reggie. The um, gentleman... Moves away, and Reginald says, That's um, Borin Wallsteeple. He's quite uh, uh, they're from an influential family, so
3: why did he smell my hand?
1: Well, I wish I knew. They're an eccentric lot.
3: Is that something you do? You never smelt my hand?
1: No, no, I really don't rub shoulders with these people as often as I can.
3: You fit right in.
1: Well, yes, that would be my family's fault. Thanks, I'm not sure which.
3: How am I doing?
1: Fine. Thank you. We just need to have a conversation with Wurston and then get out of here. There's no way he's going to cause a ruckus in a place like this, so a conversation, it should be, at least...
3: Do I need to act like Tiffy with him?
1: Uh, no. No, he knows exactly and precisely who you are.
3: Oh, okay. I can keep doing it while he's here.
1: Well, in theory, he should be bringing Bo and Kalugi, so... Oh, okay. Uh... Right. Well, I expect nothing less than a disaster, but... i will have to see.
3: But you gotta think positive, though. I- it'll be okay. Right?
1: Right. I suppose so um ellie where do you
6: go
4: uh i would like to scope out the place first Mm. and i'm gonna like i'm gonna run around while doing the potty dance like holding my crotch while i'm like bouncing around like i'm pretending to find the the bathroom and i don't know where it is no one is looking at you yeah no one (laughs) i figured that that's why i'm doing it the more awkward i am like the more people like turn away like oh my god
1: You're a pure ghost walking through here. Every now and then, you do catch the eye of a couple of other um, serving people. There are a couple of um, uh, sort of like they, they're matching children, really. They're, they're young looking, some may be in their 20s, some could be as young as 10. There's only two or three of them sitting around. Every now and then, Um, Somebody will come rushing out from the kitchen and drop some drinks or food on a table. Nobody says thank you or acknowledges that this child has brought them food and then they disappear again. For the most part, there seems to be two layers going on. There are a few serving children moving around. There are a few standing quietly by tables with the people that they work for and uh, you fit right in. Realistically, moving around, it really does seem like no one sees you. You also don't see any guards or anyone... Um, who might be guarding the establishment, which for you would seem weird. There's no way this place would be completely unguarded. So I think as you do your search, you can be aware of that. Roll a dice for me as you kind of scan the area.
4: Oops, eight.
1: An eight. Um, Yeah, you look around, there's no guards. It's crazy to you. Um, They have to be concealed. It has to be that somebody in here is pretty much doing exactly what you guys are doing disguised as a noble there's probably somebody in here who's very well trained who sits at one of these tables acting a part but is probably actually kind of a hired guard of some kind the odds that one of the people in here is some sort of knight or tourney knight is very high as well but the odds that these kind of high-end tourney knights that come to establishments like this are, are hired as well are very low so I'm not sure, I don't think, whether there's a sort of secret guard who's just a mystery member of one of these people um, designed to just kind of quietly sit there until something goes wrong um, or whether they just kind of rely on the fact that there will most certainly be other noble knights in here just in their time off, in their casuals. Um, you can see that several people do have swords next to the tables but that's also not uncommon even for the um average citizen um so I it's a little strange to the, you for that
4: the servant boys as they're walking by like one that came from the kitchen i'm like excuse me oh what happened God. to all the guards
1: i'm not supposed to talk to you
4: why Looks is it because i smell sh- what do i smell
1: you do smell <gasps> yeah everyone Does smells that
4: smell?
1: it smells <sighs> like shit doesn't it what do you want yeah
4: Oh, uh, I forgot to brush my teeth. See, my lady doesn't give me a lot of time. But there's no guards.
1: What? Guards? How,
4: how's my? How are we supposed to stay safe if there's no guards?
1: I ain't telling you where the guard is.
4: I'm not worried. I'll there are ten guards then. Oh, there are guards then.
1: You don't want to be. You don't want to be se- stealing from in here.
4: Oh, or I'm still from the street. That's a good idea. And I turn around and walk
1: away. <laughs> the uh, kid is like watching you walk out and then kind of turns back around. The plate that he's holding of food, he runs off. He's like maybe 12 or something. He looks exactly like you do and runs over to a table and puts this big uh, um, a kind of selection of meats and cheeses and things on the table in front of Aura. Um, you see him turn and move away very swiftly as... Uh, uh, you're presented with this pretty nice-looking food, actually. It probably, probably would actually be very tempting because you you will see on this plate multiple meats and cheeses and so, sort of like little bread things and like something that might be like a cracker or something like that and a biscuit or something. It's olives and stuff. It's really nice-looking. Um, you've just come from Bane, where everyone is literally starving and there's this really nice little platter of just ridiculous food. Um that's just presented to you within, like, two minutes. Um, Kid kind of just puts it on the table carefully, very quietly. He doesn't make a noise, and then moves away from the table very quickly. Reginald, unconsciously just picks up a piece of cheese and starts eating it, looking at the door.
3: I just, since he does that, I start grabbing, like, a little piece of cracker and putting some cheese on it. How much does this cost?
1: Uh, well... Quite a lot. Um, Most people in here are uh, nobility from town, so they just, everything is done, you know, uh, quietly. There's an exchange of money. A serving boy will come and pick up gold from the estate the next day after a night of whatever debauchery they're up to, you know?
3: Food is, like, not easily accessible where I'm from right now. How is this possible?
1: Oh, that's because it's all here.
3: Really learning a lot about things today
1: Mm. yes it's quite awful isn't it
3: yeah I don't I don't understand
1: oh it gets much much worse than this this is nothing the secrets I know
3: I look around the room as he's talking to me and just look at the people like are they acting like anything's wrong
1: no they're in the time of their lives this is just an average evening for them um they're all just laughing and drinking and talking and you'll see like a couple of people point and and snigger at something that someone else has done they're just
3: how many like servant the servants like how many servant boys are there and just like invisible poorly treated staff am i seeing
1: every other table has a sort of servant looking person standing next to him some of them are kind of um poor looking urchin children like ellie is dressed up as some of them just look more kind of like butlers and serving staff all of them standing quietly to one side just silently invisible um from the kitchen you see um probably after watching for a minute you'll see four or five different Children ranging from about 10 to maybe 18 come running out. They're wearing a sort of uniform, but really is little more than a, um, a relatively clean tunic and trousers with like an apron on.
3: Please tell me they get paid for this.
1: Um, well, they get paid in a, in a way, I suppose. They get room and board, food, little, little better than they would get on the streets
3: they know what's going on outside why are they acting like this
1: um well they they sort of live a a blinkered life they always have
3: what about you you live a blink of life
1: blinkered like a horse dear just see what they want to see
3: you and your city folk languages and, and your city folk phrases just like say what you mean
1: Yes, well, I had never seen a plow until I was 30. Um,
3: If you ever want to come up to the farm, you can come up and help me plant some seeds and and, and watch them grow. You want to get away from this.
1: Mm, Well, I may be out of a job, so I may just take you up on that.
3: It's a lot simpler.
4: Mm. A lot less corrupt.
1: Yes, well... There's corruption everywhere, as long as you, you look doing? for it.
4: You almost hit me in the pisser there. My lady. Y- yes, was... I can't boy. find the pisser. Can't find- I looked everywhere. I even asked the boy and he had nothing to say. Nothing at all. Can't what find if it. you went outside
3: and pissed in the street? Right. Isn't that oh, where the... That's so where you smart. should be pissing oh, anyway. So... Why are you yelling? I'm sorry, I don't know. And I like, I'm, I'm trying to like scrape off some meat and cheese and like sneakily slide it over to her. It's really good.
4: I grab it, I like <laughs> grab it and immediately shove it in my face without like care if anyone's looking. Do you need to pee, piss, and go out into the street? For all I care. Fine. And I turn around and I start to walk out the door.
1: Uh, yeah. Roll me a dice, Ellie.
4: <sighs> okay. Thirteen.
1: Thirteen. You head out the door and about thirty feet away from you, kind of coming up towards the entrance of the outside kind of area, you see Bo, Kalugi, and a fearbulg walking towards the doorway.
4: I immediately go like that and then like keep walking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bo, you and Kalugi um have just removed the sacks from your head and find yourselves in the um early evening bologna streets you feel like you've been walking for a little while if you had to guess you were somewhere around the eastern low town before um you uh uh where he pulled you up out of this kind of room up some stairs turned a left did a right wandered down some streets and then eventually um, took these sacks off of your heads. He turns to the both of you and says, "Right, we're going in there. Either of you been in there before?"
2: Uh, can't, can't say I have. Uh,
1: never have I. Uh we're not really sure what to expect when we get in there. Then Kalugi is kind of sauntering forward. I've actually been in there before, so uh, I know I'm a very important person, or I was, well I am, sort of. They won't let me back, though. That's the problem. I don't think I can go in there. They'll kill me on sight.
2: Oh, you're kidding. What did you do so bad?
1: Uh, Yeah, what did you do so bad? Well, that is a very long story that involves three women and a very large cat. Maybe a story for another time, or at least maybe we could get me a disguise or something. Yeah, give me them glasses.
2: I take off my sunglasses, which, by the way, I never do.
1: Why the hell do you wear these at night?
2: I like wearing my sunglasses at night.
1: Well, okay. no wonder you couldn't see the doorway. Can you see any doorway in these things?
2: I did, too.
1: Wait, did you wear these underwater? I did, too. You just wear these all the time, no matter what. When you're sleeping, do you take them off?
2: I never. They were my mother's,
1: so. Right. Oh, that right. At times. Right, and I'll, well, I'll guard them with my life then. You better. Yeah, well, there's no much, not worth much, but I'll guard them with what you write. Alright, All right, I look different now, right?
2: Totally. You okay. look like, well, not Kalugi.
1: Okay, I'll have to change my voice. How does this sound if I do a voice and accent like this then? If I sound different?
2: Yes. Alright, perfect.
1: Actually. I'll go with that, then. I'll sound like this. Weston looks at you two and says... Alright, now I'm not sure what to expect. It might not even be Reginald. It could be the, uh... The other... The other inquisitors, I don't know. Been a while since I've seen any other, uh... Arcanine inquisition. Oh, please. Well, alright, uh...
2: Well, I, I, I've met Reginald before, I'll keep a lookout.
1: Yeah, well, if shit hits the fan, you're probably fucked. Remember what I said.
2: Well, hopefully it doesn't get to that.
1: No funny business.
2: No funny business.
1: Alright. Worston looks kind of... uh, Weirdly nervous to be going into such an establishment. This very high-end looking wonderful establishment. The three of you step forward and head towards the doorway. And that is where we're going to flip over... Back... To the... Alexandria, Great Road, and the cart with our uh, other heroes. Um, you guys are well into your journey. It is um, the middle of the night, and you will have been traveling all day, some of the night, and uh apart from the one incident with some goblins you have been pretty unhindered i don't think you really would have seen anything maybe a little wildlife here and there but nobody else on the road um when we left you and this would have been several several hours ago it was um i think cairo was driving toby was up on the front and the twins and and Sauna were in the back Kind of snoozing. Uh, has that changed?
5: How many hours ago did you say?
1: Um, let me think. It would have been probably a, like we're well into the evening now, so we're looking at like it's probably like three, four a.m. something like that. So it would have been six or seven hours ago. If we last saw you.
5: Yeah, I would imagine there might be a shift in a in a seven-hour stretch.
1: Mm-hmm. Chipped, the Twins chain, don't seem to be uh, able to deal with the cart. By the way, if if at all they kind of, like, looked... Maybe they were pointing at some point with you, Cairo, when Sunu was snoozing. They were, like, pointing at things, but they just seemed quizzical. Like, they've never really <laughs> seen a cart, maybe. They knew what a horse was, and they know what a cart does, but they were curious about, like, the, um, the harness and the um, reins and things. Um, but it certainly seems like they have no experience with driving something like this. Um course they were unable to really vocalize it much more than just kind of watching you and then they would copy certain things to each other while they discussed in their own language but um i think you certainly get the idea that that they won't be taking a a shift here or at least if they do it would probably be chaos
5: sure you know lesson i think probably after you know six and a half hours or so i would um reach behind me and and tap uh Toby or Sauna, or oh, no, wait. Toby, you're up front with me.
6: Okay. Yeah, I'm there with you. Uh,
5: I just stated, to Toby, getting a little, um, getting a little sleepy here.
6: i Um. Hey, me too.
5: Maybe we should see if uh, if Sauna wants to take a, a turn.
6: Yeah, <laughs> The twins maybe and have a wee a wee chat or something with them.
5: Sure. Uh, you mind waking her up.
6: Yeah, sure, sure. I lean back and just reach over and just shake her shoulder lightly.
7: Oh sorry. Ooh, sorry. No, it's alright. I'm just I've not really slept before now, so
6: right, a a, yeah, you've got
7: experience. Alright. Hello, is state. everything all right?
6: Yeah, yeah, it's just been, you know, so. Oh. Sorry, where's
7: Oh, right. It's time to yeah. switch. I got it. Don't worry. Yeah, no. Oh, don't do that. You're going to...
5: Oh, sorry. Involuntary. You got me. Oh. Sorry.
6: No, sorry, okay. that it's one took it. Right. It's um Hey, do you want to grab one of the...
7: You, you, j- I, I can take over, for, definitely. And, and <laughs> I, I will, uh, I'll just crawl over top there and, uh, tap, uh, Cairo on the shoulder. Well done, well done. I'll take it from here.
5: Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll just take a little nap, I think.
6: The twins oh, are fully asleep. Oh. oh, precious. Which one?
7: Oh, don't, preference. Worry. don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm no, no, fine no, by myself. I insist. Well, it's probably I, I, best we let everyone else rest.
6: I insist hard, though.
7: Um, no. You're mm. not You're not winning this one.
6: I definitely am.
7: Do not wake them up. I'm fine for a couple I'll of wait, hours. When, when I'll you is, know if I need anything.
6: No, we... I we, sit down and I'm, I'm no not longer comfortable listening comfortable
5: to him. hmm yeah, And i just... Can he be tucking da, into my cloak da, and, like, da, bunker down?
6: You agree, <laughs> agree with me, Cairo, right? You kept one of them, just in case. Just keep an eye open.
5: But what? You're trying to... I'm not getting involved. And I pull the cloak. I uh, mean,
6: you're a professional at this <laughs> traveling and keeping safe thing, right? Sure. Do your opinions the most qualified... Uh, I... I'm not... For safe, do you I think said I can handle
5: it. Not, See? And I pull the cloak fully over my head. I tuck Keepy under one wing of the cloak and I... Hunker down for
6: a nap. I'm going over to Faraz. Mm-hmm. and I'm just going to shake his shoulder a little bit.
1: Yeah, he, uh, he kind of wakes up pretty quickly. He reaches out for the staff <laughs> that Suna gave him last week.
6: <laughs> hey, you! I point up to Suna. Watch.
1: nods his head back stands up picks up the staff and just immediately takes what you're saying as if you completely understood you walks up to the front sits kind of awkwardly move around everyone because it's you know like people going from the back seat of a car to the front it's the same thing he kind of moves around the edge trying not to fall off it hits a strange kind of cobblestone he keeps his balance very well again and then moves around to sit down Mm. next to you sooner
6: he he woke up as I was moving over here. No, d- no, he didn't. Absolute something. garbage.
7: Absolute uh, garbage. I can't a, believe uh, you didn't listen to me.
6: I'll pat him on the back. Just go to sleep. Good lad there. Well done, you. That's nice. Well, you just go, go, to go to sleep. sleep.
7: holds up the
1: just staff that sooner lent to him and I would like to him.
7: use Prey Sense, the ability, please.
1: Yes. What is this ability of yours? You
7: sharpen your sense of danger for the next hour which hmm. means we cannot be ambushed. Son of a...
1: Okay. roll me a dice then.
7: Wonderful. Highly
1: annoying. A six. Six. Um, there is someone on the road ahead of you maybe five minutes from now, from this point where you kind of have this shuffle. Um, you begin to hear the snores of Ippo, the kind of soft, um, warbling noises of Keepee key sleeping um, and uh, n- next to you you see um, uh, your staff kind of pointing forward the two of you get this sixth sense that there is somebody ahead of you and yet with your eyes you can't see them for a moment before you see the f- a figure on a horse begin to materialize in the distance because it's kind of muggy and the rain is, uh... It's lightly falling. There's not really much light. There's no moonlight, even though there's a moon up there somewhere. Um, it's kind of muffled through these clouds. Um, but eventually, in the distance, you do begin to see that there's someone on the road ahead of you. Um... I think it gives you a strange feeling, whatever that feeling might be um, to see somebody else on the road. What do you do first?
7: Um, I would like to size up. Okay. Uh, you evaluate the capabilities of a nearby creature or group of creatures. The GM will give you useful insight to their capability, strength, vulnerabilities, and or resistances. At a minimum, you will receive an accurate assessment from the gym about whether they would pose a fair fight um
1: it's really just a figure on the road at first um veraz next to you is uh pointing forward uh, you, you see him kind of tense up a little bit he grips the staff a little bit but stays poised and and uh silent a little time passes as you notice that this figure is on a horse kind of trotting forward the horse seems to be kind of tired and the figure sitting in the saddle is slightly slouched not in an injured or wounded way or anything like that just just exhaustion you you get this sense immediately that the person there is tired however as the um person comes into view and the your vision focuses a little better the light allows you more detail on them you can see that this is a uh this is a woman she has armor on um she looks pretty well armed she has um quite long red hair underneath a headband kind of how the bandits wear headbands a lot of the time in alexandria um two long swords sheathed underneath a big circular shield. Um, big metal shield on her back. She's got a red cape running down her back, kind of sitting over the back of the horse. Her armor is like you might find on a knight. Um, kind of rusted, though. Um, parts look scavenged. Um,
7: oh, my.
1: You can see other elements, but I think she's too far away and it's too dark to, to make out any real details. Um, she is asleep. Oh no. And and trotting towards you, but kind of oh. holding a balance with her eyes closed um on the top of this horse.
7: Alright. Um uh, horse is a cheap just,
1: looking, old looking, weak looking yeah, thing as I just, well.
7: Um I, I just pat uh the the twin here gently on the leg. Right. He immediately
1: jumps as if he's gonna go, and then he settles right. again no, as no, he no, looks no, at just, you.
0: It's, it's all
7: right. Um, and I'll... Whoa, I'll slow the horses down. Mm. Um, pardon me?
1: Immediately, her eyes yeah. open up. She oh. reaches up for a sword. No, 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 and no, no, no. no You no, hear no. it unsheathed okay. instantly.
7: Shh. Yes, you, you're all right. You're all right. Y- you were just sleeping while riding and I just wanted to make sure you were all right. Are you all right?
1: Her eyes widen. Her mouth drops her You're sword okay. lowers. You're okay. She looks down at her satchel on her side and reaches into it, pulling yeah, out a, a piece of paper. You're... She thrusts it forwards towards you.
7: But, um, sorry, it's dark in here and uh, the, the rain. I can't really see. Is it all right if I come towards you? What? What is that?
1: You can see it. It's <gasps> an image of Mother Numera. On the image. It's a different drawing, not the same as you might expect from what uh, Veraz had drawn for you. She looks at you and she is blown. She seems to be blown away that you are here. Um, She kind of seems kind of crazy for a moment as she jumps down. She drops her sword to the ground and jumps off of the horse, the horse kind of moving away as she looks over towards you and then she shakes her head and says, I am sorry, I, I have been looking for you for so long.
7: Oh sweetie, that's not me, but that's my mother.
1: Mm, no. This cannot be. You it's, are um you are the uh the successor.
7: I I mean I, I guess so. She was my mother. That
1: is what it means. The tower. Y- yes pulls out from a, a satchel a tarot card that has the tower on it. Cross it towards you.
7: Yes. Um. Just, what does this card look like? Does it look like one of my mother's?
1: No. It looks okay. very different. It's much bigger than your standard looking tarot cards that you might find in Dustfell or even Alexandria. Um, and on it in draconic is the word tower. Not I don't in... know
7: if I know draconic.
1: I th- think you do.
7: I don't think I do. I think I know some infernal, but I don't think I know that.
1: Um But oh I yeah, can gather you know what infernal. it says. I mean it doesn't matter, it's the tower. Yeah, it says I'd it right. understand you what it, can assume what it, it says. Yes. Um, um She uh she turns around a little bit and says, um you are a uh, uh the the um successor.
7: I don't know what that means but I, I mean she was my mother, I guess so.
1: She pulls her sword out again, throws the other one to the ground. She oh. pulls the shield off of her back, kneels in front of you on oh, one knee, um, digs the, I, the the shield in front of her and bows her head.
7: That's really not necessary. She um, says young lady, I just wanted to make sure you were all right.
1: You are the one who must be protected.
7: I I don't think that's it a bit traumatic aided um,
1: and followed
7: I am I am trying to save the world and I, I find myself um, a bit more incapable than I used to be so any help that you would be willing to provide
1: she um, bows even deeper behind the shield um, oh. on the shield you can see a huge eye um, and uh, uh, kind of, It's old again Old looking, rusted, kind of beaten Looks like it's been used um, With her head down she says I pledge my life to you In the oh. name of Severus
7: Please get up It takes a lot for me even to ask for help You don't need all this theatrics
1: She stands up She puts the shield back on her back of struggling with it she seems very tired and then looking up at you bags under her eyes you can see that she has um um she's quite young looking she has like quite clear skin but she also seems to be quite strong the armor she's wearing is pretty thick again it doesn't seem to fit her perfectly the swords that she's got are very large she looks a little smaller than the armor and weaponry and shield that she's bearing um but she uh doesn't look any less capable. She still seems very strong. Probably a lot like Aura when you first met Aura, maybe something yes. along those lines. Um but I, she's I, I dirty, feel... she's she looks sweaty, her hair's kinda greasy um under this um headband. Um she says, um my name is Zyra.
7: Zyra, what a beautiful name. Um uh, I... You look very tired. I'll reach up and I'll I'll, I'll pat her cheek, and I'm going to use that um, ability that I have that makes them feel better than they've ever felt for an hour. Why don't you uh, go in the cart, lay down, get some rest, and I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just tie your horse up with ours, and and we'll go. We'll continue on our way together.
1: You touch her cheek, and her eyes widen again. She is very confused. Um, she. Rips your wrist as she as you do so. She says, "You still have magic."
7: Um. No, I know You no, are able
1: not. to see. No. You exactly, knew I would I be here.
7: No, honestly, I didn't know. But you know, I was never very good at um. Seeing in advance, I just felt. I would just do what I. I felt I needed to do and if I go in this direction I go in that direction if I skipped breakfast for a couple of weeks I'd find out I was skinny enough to get through stone passageway you know that kind of thing I didn't know what I needed to do I just did it
1: they uh they trained me to learn these things but it's gone now
7: I'm afraid for all of us
1: the uh my village elder he sent me to seek you and guard you he say you you have magic you bring it back
7: well I'll certainly try
1: he say you are the successor you are the tower now
7: I don't know what that means but
1: I will try to
7: right what we did wrong
1: she looks at you and fixes your uh, eyes with her own stare she says you have met Safras you have
7: and for the first time I really smile yes yes I did
1: what he is like
7: like um a warm cookie, and, uh, also the biggest ocean, and family, and all the things that you want to do in your life are still there, and you still have time to do them all at once.
1: She turns around and picks up one of the swords and points it down the road in the direction that you are headed and says why you are going to this place?
7: well um my uh my companions are there I can't do this without
1: them what are you going to do there?
0: um
7: I I don't know um Deyavecki. I think he's still here. And we we can't um we can't bring back magic or correct anything. Unless we um face him, whatever that means.
1: What is Eavec? A god killer. Mm.
7: No, I believe we were in, at fault for that. Mortals. Um. D- d- uh, Dragonfly. Have you heard of that?
1: These, uh. bugs. M-
7: um. Mortals got very angry and built a machine and killed the gods.
1: Mm. yes this explains this, this, a lot. this
7: probably sounds insane
1: she just nods and accepts it she picks up the second sword and, and puts it into the sheath on, on her back and she says where you go I go mm, well, what you face I face mm, what attack you I shield you from
7: that's very sweet um, but you can't do any of that without a good bit of rest Please.
1: Mm. This horse I have to bring back.
7: That's all right. We'll bring it. We'll bring it with us. I'll 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 tie it up right here, and suddenly we'll have two horses carrying the cart, or I'll just have it ride along if it doesn't know how to do that.
1: She reaches down to a a little pouch she's got on her hip. She opens it up and pours out three copper pieces and says, "This is all I have."
7: No, th- please. I don't need that. Put that away. Don't, don't insult me now go get some rest I can take care of this
1: what I have you have
7: and same hmm. I, I don't need that and neither do you you have food? Uh, yes it's in the cart help okay. yourself
1: okay we go to uh, find your comrades they fight
7: I, oh, I sure hope so um, one second let me just introduce you
1: she's uh, looking over the car yeah, yeah it was two children an old man
7: they look they can also see all right we ran into them the same way i ran into you they were waiting for me so
1: toby and kyra you're probably stirring Cairo uh, kind yeah. of peeking out from under a cloak and um Tia the other girl twin is kind of waking yeah. up as well she reaches for staff and stands <laughs> up immediately
7: um, I kind of touch her shoulders here and then I look at the twins and I point to my forehead and then I point to her forehead
1: Understand? the twins immediately look and they nod they sit down completely yes. calm she looks okay. at them both and says oh, these are not your children no is that yeah. cat? Cat and bird?
7: Uh, sort of. She's in disguise. But... He, yes. <laughs> hi.
5: Hi. I'm... I'm... Cairo. And... This... This is keepy
1: Hmm. I know many of... Uh, cat kind. What is oh, I'm, in your is common tongue?
5: Guys, disguise. Uh, tabaxi. Tabaxi. Y- yeah. I'm not tabaxi. I'm half-elf. Many
1: wars fought with your kind strong uh, warriors
5: I start rubbing at one of the uh yeah.
7: it, the it's, whiskers. A, it's a disguise we're in hiding
1: <gasps> she's like so shocked. she's disgusted <laughs> must not do this
5: what why not paint is honest. oh
7: well sometimes in the, mm. the world is at stake what's a little makeup
1: the world is at stake, you lie to save the world, you save nothing
7: oh that's a, that's a bit dramatic
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so.
7: I think you might change your mind when you get to be a little bit older well, a little white a, lie now and again is is totally acceptable not to
1: lie, not to steal not to kill unless it's, being killed
6: well Great, I agree we'll with
7: those other things, yes
6: Yeah, you don't lie unless you if you could lie not to be killed You'd lie, wouldn't you? Mm.
7: Bad men are hunting her She is in our care We we need to protect her
1: Right uh, Okay, I not lie But I hit on the head with shield Person who tried to capture
7: That sounds great You make That's them good. go to sleep yes. and
1: I tie them up
7: And you just don't yeah. say anything At all if anybody asks you about her, you don't that way. You don't have to lie. She
5: Sound good?
1: Pulls up her top, revealing like half a breast oh, and oh, all of her oh. midriff, and she has this kind of like wild-looking, crazy scar that runs down her ribs, just underneath a breast. She says, "Look, I get this from uh, Tibex." Oh, I kind of look at that my is. hands like we're
5: a claw. In
1: fight, when I was just a girl. Wow Lowers it again Jumps up on the cart and looks around mm. Please
7: help purchase some food
1: This is not warrior band mm. I was told to find warrior
7: Well yeah, probably thinking of Aura mm. And she's in the city I think
1: So Old man oh, well. Warrior Warrior Yes, successor.
7: The, 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 those, those are my companions, and those are who I'm going to go meet.
1: The Water God.
7: Yes, and he's. She leans hopefully... down
1: towards you Ippo kind of bowing a little.
7: Oh, that's n- no, I he's no. Lend myself <laughs>
1: to your divine ways.
7: Could you imagine if he was a god? Excuse me,
6: I'll get us on our way. <laughs> I think I knew. That was the keys. No, no, not, not, not me. Um. Uh. uh what's, what's your name?
1: I am Zyra Vigdis. Z-
6: Zaira Vigdis. Uh, Zaira, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a uh, water god. I'm, i Yeah. Epo. Yeah. I mean, i kind of a warrior. I killed a, killed a couple of goblins a few hours ago. So she
1: rushes over, climbing across, kind of awkwardly with like one foot, kind of landing in an awkward way on you, Kyra, and she like kind of grabs at the thing. Uh, the cloak behind you, Ipo. She's looking at the weapon. And she s- snarls a little bit. <laughs> You'll use this. Yep. Craven weapon from afar. No skill, not like bow. Well, okay.
6: Really well, there's no. Need good to for old men.
1: Good for old men to use. Hey, you. Know, well, Jeez.
6: yeah. You can use sword. Uh, he, he, he's- he pulls the sword everything.
1: out and thrusts it towards you. It will, oh,
2: it's what it's been
6: a—I—I I take a hold of it. It's been a long time since I used a sword for anything, mm. but I—I I try to—I try to you know, take like a, a practice swing and make it look good.
1: Yeah, roll the dice, best for me. I can. It's pretty decent, you swing it around, you see her kind of looking at you, she nods, and she crosses her arms watching you do it. She says, "Oh Yes, this is good. We have to, uh... And she's like standing up now, one leg up on the back of the car, and she's like, she's kind of partially got her back to you, sooner And she's yes. looking over the people in the back of the car, and she says, Now we must, uh... Be warrior-bent now. We have to keep this one safe. At the cost well, of your life, at the cost of your life, at the cost of your life
7: Alright, sit down now, I'm, I'm, it's I'm going It's very important
1: right. Right.
6: yeah, yeah will, you. Come, come sit, sit I down, will. sit
1: down mm. And then we will yeah, all go you. to Tiorvelm Sit down Tiorvelm
5: realm.
6: T- Tiorvelm
1: Where are we going? We will go to Tiorvelm in the valley of the Vadran King It is my home village We'll go there. We will drink real drink, eat real food, not small, skinny cat food here.
6: Suna. Have uh, you ever what? been to the Valley of the Vadrin King?
7: No. Oh. And if that's where we're supposed to go, that's news to me, but I'll, I'll take it.
5: Do you mean after we fix things, we'll go
1: there? She will fix things as long as uh, we keep. Her safe
7: And you've right. seen this?
1: No Yeah, I am told My oh, village elder to- Has three I- eyes One in center of mind Can see it far into future He speak of you He hmm. tell me to come here And I find you And it is here He tell me you are the successor You are the tower We follow you now
5: did he tell you where you're supposed to go
1: here follow Mm -hmm. now, aid protect that is all, my purpose is singular
0: alright
7: it's that's all clear Uh, perhaps it's best if you you, uh, get some rest now
6: yeah I'll get you some food I've got got some here uh, I will uh, sleep on horse no no, 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 you no, can no, sleep please here. Please sleep in the cart.
1: There's no room for yeah. this. I sit here with this child, There's I plenty of not move of look I, I, I just just
7: move that sack, and, 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 and here, yeah, move the but sack but up yeah, here next to me. There's use this. There's yeah, plenty and of use this one as
6: sleep. a pillow. Don't be silly. tuck yourself in there. Well, I have to return horse.
7: Right. We're gonna. We're bringing it with us. Don't worry. See, I have. I have the range right here. It's gonna come right along with us
6: yeah you just we'll need to rest yeah and so you're strong enough to protect Suna. right?
1: Yeah. I sit here she sits down puts her arms across her chest and sits in an awkward position but reluctantly oh yes gives in stubborn a
7: child she'll be asleep in two minutes I as soon could... as the cart's moving it's fine right, dear, I Peter's. just kind of look at it Bo, like
0: oh,
1: anything attack cards dear. you tell me I kill
7: you got it I'll tell you right away
1: I have lost Almost no fight
7: good. Hopefully it stays that way And I just move us forward
1: I am strongest in village
6: I I Let's
1: sleep immediately Here we go, good Uh, is the Order still the same? Suna and Veraz in the front
7: yeah, I don't think I can sleep after that.
1: Uh, Cairo, kind of a little more squished. Ippo, a little more squished. Tia, kind of like... Tia and Veraz exchange a couple of words, and then Veraz um, looks up at you, Zuna. So, Morsh. And then looks forward. I...
7: I'm just at the reins, and I'm... Thinking about everything that she just said, that, you know, I'll fix it as long as they keep me safe, and, um... I just really want that to be true.
1: And that is where we're gonna go to a break. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. We're gonna go to a short break here, let everybody take a pee break. Go find the pisser with Eli. And, um... When we return, we shall see whatever is going on in this tavern. With the Inquisitors finally meeting up in this absurd establishment. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back in a few minutes. Returning to The Wild Hand. Haven in Bellona the door opens Aura, Reginald not long at all after Ellie walks out the door opens and standing there is a fear bulg um, kind of like a very large slightly hairy gnome Um, Not the largest of his kind you've ever seen. They're kind of giant kin. Um, But he's kind of menacing looking. Although he's in relatively fine clothes. He looks like he belongs here. But immediately you get the sense that this is a person that's seen some shit. Um, Standing next to him or following in behind him. You see Bo in just an absurdly large coat. It's a big winter coat fur lined. It looks like the type of thing you might see Bow in but it's not a coat that you've ever seen him in before and behind him you see Kalugi in a very similar looking um, coat and he looks the same as he always does. The three of them stand at the doorway a few seconds scanning the room before fixing on you. Um, Reginald kind of under his breath says to you, um, "Aura." Okay, well, that's one good thing. At least it's actually Reginald. Um, it's actually Wurston. And then at the same time as that, walking, striding across the room is the, um, the tavern owner moving towards these three strangers. He says, Oh, hello there. Well, more strangers from the road, perhaps. Oh, can I guess your tables? Oh, maybe you're joining the Streletto company. Are you from Streletto? Worston says, Yes, we are from Streletto. That's where we're from. We'll be joining the table over there. The fellow who was it, greeting them kind of taken a bang for a moment and then said, uh, Yes, of course. Well, well, let me show you over to the table. Can I get you anything to drink? Use there, sir. Looking at you, Bo. Oh,
2: um, uh, wine?
1: Well, that sounds like a Bologna accent. I've never seen you around these parts before.
2: Oh, yeah, no, I'm not from here.
1: Hmm. And, uh, what about you there, sir? It looks at Kalugi. Kalugi, it almost barges past you a little bit, Bo, to get to this man and says, I'll have an entire wine as well. Bottle. Bring me, bring the bottle to the table for us. All the money. Just, what's the most expensive thing you've got here? I'll take five. Take five of them. Worsten kind of turns and shoots him a look. Um... And the fellow kind of looks at you three again. There's a moment of confusion. He glances over at Reginald, who nods and then very well, come on over then, heading towards the table. The um, four move across the room. A handful of people do look over at what's going on. A couple of people exchanging some kind of almost certainly bitchy comments before um, the four reach the table. Just outside of a relatively clean window in the drizzle, um, we probably through the window while no one else can see it. Can see Ellie doing something. What are you doing?
4: Um, I would try to find a vantage point on top of a, a building across the way that can see into the window.
1: All right. Roll me a dice.
4: Okay. Eleven.
1: Eleven. It is not the ideal position, but across this kind of Y intersection, you you the largest window on this bottom floor um does provide you a very clear um look at the table that you want to look at you can see maybe as we see you climbing up a drain pipe like you do assassin's creed style jumping from windowsill to windowsill um you can see the uh the group finally meeting um once you get up to the top of this roof it's it's not super ideal for you you don't have the clearest of shots, but in a um, in a pinch, you think you can probably pull off like a bow shot with anyone sat at this table. Presumably than, um would be your target. Um, yeah. It's doable. It's not the most ideal situation. You certainly can't hear anything or really make out what they might be talking about. The faces in the drizzle as it's running down the window is kind of hard to tell. You know what expressions they're saying or read any lips but in terms of like making shots and and you know firing arrows and things you you're in a decent enough position I'm
4: and i'm i got enough sight to see like if there's any sudden movements for sure right like yeah okay
1: things kick off you'll definitely know um so i think throughout this entire scene in the background through the window like batman on the edge of a uh a rooftop you can see this uh figure um, Worston moves over to the table and Reginald stands up and just, while the, um, the tavern owner is there, Reginald says, Oh my good lad, finally you made it. It's been so very long, Worston says. Yes, it's been a little bit too long. He practically disappeared on us at a most inopportune moment, wouldn't you say? Ah, <laughs> yes, you could say. Let's sit down, let's have a drink first before, oh, perhaps you'd like some cheese. Um, Wurston kind of moves around you, Aura. It's in a very obviously and overtly menacing way. You see him move towards the area where your bags were dropped, and he kind of kicks your sword away from you as he moves around the table out of your reach and sits in the chair directly to your right. Um, oh, you
3: should try the meat. You seem like a man who would love that meat. Oh, You'd know about butchering meat, wouldn't you?
1: What do you do,
2: but? i heard
3: a lot about that's you, and I look at Bo, and I just want to run over and give him a hug, but
2: I can't. I I blink as I almost didn't recognize Aura, and I'm just—I
1: guess I'm his blushing a bit. On
2: yeah, I'm, I'm I'm blushing a bit because uh, she's she's looking very pretty in that dress. It's good to see you all from Streletto. I turn to Worston. Uh, can I make pleasantries?
1: I'd suggest you do while this fellow is looking directly at us. there's a There's a man standing at the table looking across all of you waiting for you all to sit down as this incredibly awkward scene plays out. Kalugi kind of stumbles around the other end of the table and sits kind of at the table head at the other end. He very comfortably puts his shoes up on the table. Worston shoots him a look and he pulls his shoes off the table. right, so down to business then. merchant skills and the exchange of money and what? Fucking slaves and stuff. and shoots him another look. Mmm, low-key. Yeah, well, these lot in here know exactly what I'm... So I'll just sit here quietly, perhaps. That wine, my dear sir. Yes, of course, the wine. I'll bring over the wine. The wine for you all. Please enjoy the charcuterie. And, um... Uh,
3: Will you bring some more salami for this gentleman? He seems like he would like some more salami.
1: Of course, anything, and we'll, we'll get to some, uh, perhaps some main meals soon. He, uh, be back soon enough. And he turns and walks away. Uh, as soon as his back is turned, Worston leans across the table towards Reginald. What the fuck have you been doing? And Reginald kind of leans back. Right, listen, you have to understand, um... Well, we've, um, it's just, well, actually, technically, and I'm, uh, relatively ashamed to say I was taken prisoner, technically, at first, um, but... It
3: was a conversation. It was a conversation.
1: Well, well, I really do think that what they're saying is the truth, frankly. Well, it seems absurd, I know, but I don't think they're working with the Dragonfly crew. I really, truly believe that... They experienced is. What happened? Worston leans back and says, I've come to the same conclusion. This one's too stupid to have pulled off anything on the level. I'm sorry, now I. But it's true. There's no way you pulled off a wide scale attack like that, planned over years. There's no way. Oh, was
3: not stupid. How dare you! Did you?
1: To mastermind a terrorist attack, the largest terrorist attack we've seen in 2,500 years on our entire planet.
4: I think in the background, you'd see a bird come up and start, like, fucking with Ellie. And she's, like, swatting it away. That's it. Just, just like, ridiculous dumb shit in the background.
1: <laughs> Reginald leans in. Listen, um, we, we've sort of come up with a plan a degree we uh we think we should uh wait for their final um member the, the, the one from dustville we, she's an old lady oh, an old lady yeah that's what we need an old lady to help us out yes well once she arrives they have a plan right
3: we're working on a plan
1: got a plan I think we're going to do a lot better to work together
3: oh yeah 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 I mean but he needs an attitude adjustment if we're gonna work together I need an attitude adjustment you kicked my sword
2: he put collars on our what um what um, I'm wearing a um <clears throat>
3: take that off right now
1: you collared them okay I think you can probably take the collars off of them oh no. yeah oh come on it's not I squeeze. Like, I put
3: my hand on Worston's arm and I start squeezing. you squeeze me any harder? What up? You... Oh. And I squeeze a little bit harder and I just look at him.
1: Collars around, around their necks. Colors. We'll kill him if you squeeze my wrist.
4: Can I see this happening? The squeezing of wrists? I think
1: you maybe Is make it out something. Over like the that. table? I th- there's no way that I would imagine Aura's going to be doing some crazy stuff, but I think she probably. I I think from your your vantage point, you can see them moving around well enough. I would
4: get super annoyed by the mist and not being able to tell what's going on in the birds, and I am gonna climb down and just like walk up to the window, but like outside, not like right in front of it.
1: Reginald sees you, but no one else does. (laughs) He's like, he just gives you like a wide eyed look.
4: But (laughs) but yeah, well I mean, no one else sees me because I'm invisible because I'm a beggar kid now. Yeah.
1: Um, Wurston says, Listen, this one butchered Bob. How is Bob? He's doing better. He's not walking yet. Right, well, it was a...
3: Bob is a psychopath. Have we not remembered this?
1: He is a psychopath, I know. But he's all he had. And, uh, well, you cut him up a little bit, didn't you? You cut him up, my like dear. I did. He, he
3: also tried to blow me up, and he tried to light me on fire right, several well times. Lit
1: all of us on fire. Well,
3: right. that's your friendship, not mine, with him.
1: Don't say friendship. Wouldn't say friendship. I'm afraid. Just take just off their collars. Take the collars off of them. I think we're fine. Look at me. Do I look like I'm under duress? You look like you're right I am. Well, yes, very funny. Um, just, just do it. I'll take your collars off, All
2: right? Thank you. I'm tired of being your bitch.
1: He pulls his hands out of his pocket and says, "There's no knives in them anyway. They don't do nothing." He reaches I think up. You're... There's a button underneath the front of it that he clicks. That you could have clicked at any point. Yeah, I'll just reach up. There's a button under there. There's a bloody pelogie, I'm, button. I'm,
3: I'm reach, st- it comes starting off. to feel like the Inquisition's a giant joke.
1: A yeah, no joke. Well. I, I listen, we ain't in the business of killing We're really not in the business of killing But yeah It's just that fear is rather effective At getting our work done quickly
2: They really get into your head though That's for sure
1: Well we really didn't have much choice We thought you were terrorists I truly believed that you were In charge of orchestrating This entire thing And we've been over this I presume... You've told them your side of the story, Bo?
2: Um, not the, uh, um, exaggeration of busty mermaids, but I-I-I uh, told the, uh, the
1: rest. Told us everything. Flying up into the sky, visiting all these places of power, fighting the gods, killing something called Dayavaki. Then the magic. Gone. So what's the plan, then? Got a brains, not you? Looks at you, Aura.
3: Uh I we we're gonna work together and we're gonna find Deveki and we're gonna we're gonna fix this.
1: Right, so if we find this uh god of gods the plan is to what? Uh, kill him, bring him on to our side, have him uh
3: Well Well like like I did with Bob, try to have a conversation first before we kill anybody. Hmm. See where, see where we end up. Dave, he wasn't much for talking the first time we talked to him.
1: You reckon you can get him to jumpstart the magic again?
3: I have a hunch that maybe he could, but I, I don't know for sure.
2: I mean, if it's something you can take away, I'm sure you can give back,
3: right? Astro. I would think so. A god.
1: I have no idea how it works. Honestly, this entire thing has gone over my head. Frankly, I'm surprised at how little we understood. Reginald nods at him. It's I'd like to use an ability. Yeah. Insight. And um, what does that do for you?
4: Um, I'd like to gain insight on, um... On... What's this guy's name again? I want to say Mix, but I know that's wrong. Weedbix, <laughs> yeah. I want to get gain insight on him. I want to uh, um basically see what he's trying to accomplish, I guess.
1: It's very but hard to hear what they're saying. Well,
4: oh, I, I even though I'm standing right outside the window.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of muffled. Oh. Also worst in speaks. I like it's impossible to hear from a window. Um I think you're
4: Well, I'm gonna move inside.
1: Yeah, I think maybe you've started moving around, and (laughs) um, Worston kind of looks around and says, "What about the assassin? She really upped and buggered off, eh? Left you here, iron and dry."
2: Yeah, where is Ellie?
1: (laughs) The door opens and a serving boy walks in. Worston glances over and then glances back as if it's just a serving boy.
4: But there's like bird poop on my hat now, and I'm a little like soaked because I've been outside. A little serving
1: and... child wanders in, Bo.
4: And I stand, like, I kind of stand near the table, like, behind worston ish But, like, stand like uh, a servant would at a table.
1: He completely sees you, right? Because he's not one of these people yeah. that, he's, like, watching oh, you. Oh, and... We don't need nothing, boy.
4: Well, I ain't standing here for you, mister. I'm standing here for them.
1: Yeah, right. Clear off. Um,
0: I clearer. scoot
4: over like a couple inches away from the table.
1: Reginald is kind of smiling. <laughs>
3: uh, boy, will you get my sword for me? Seems it is. It's fallen over.
4: And I go, I go, and I grab the sword, and I, I pretend like I'm struggling, like lifting it up. Like, Ugh, why is it so heavy though? Why, do you, why do I have to carry it? Because <laughs> you're the boy, and
3: I, I take the sword oh. from her and. Lean it against the wall next to me or by the
4: window next to me. I'll put my hand on it like I'm trying to balance, like keep it there.
1: Uh, Perhaps you should dismiss the child who uh, probably doesn't need to know about very important discussions.
3: This is my child, and this child shall stay. Aura, you have a child? I'll explain everything later I'm her child
1: You don't look nothing like a tiefling
3: Uh It's called adoption How many assumptions From you Okay
1: Kalugi is leaning Against the table Uh, Would you mind um, Seeing where our drinks are boy?
4: Of course And I'll run off Hello, and you like I'll, I'll like run off but That's then i nice trip for.
1: i yeah, purposefully
4: yeah. like trip and fall like in front of all of them
1: <laughs> like superman does when he's clark kent yeah um yeah she's this boy stumbles off away from the table <laughs> western leans forward all right if we're all working together and you are telling us the truth then we're all pretty fucked i'd say if this uh Hey, is real. You reckon he's holding all the magic? Himself? Or is he cut off as well? What makes you think he's even here? Why wouldn't he be sat on his throne?
3: I know he's here. I can feel him. Yeah, how? I can't explain it. It's just like I... I, I, I know. Yeah, like magic. It's
2: might know, some- really hard to it. I mean, no, this, this might sound crazy, but aura? Was chosen. What? To take Dea place.
1: Right. Oh. So you're now the god of gods. You're the big bad that's in charge, and you're sat in here
3: she in has a ridiculous a g- dress. I.
1: But you're supposed to be what?
3: I turned it down. I turned down the, the position?
1: Why the fuck would you turn down a position like that?
3: Why would you accept one?
1: Uh, I don't know. To knock the bastard off that's in charge.
3: I get, like, my eyes get wide and I just look at Reginald.
1: Well, 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 like, well, like well. this guy? Well, from, 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 well, I mean, I, it, it, was really a question of power, Wurston. Yeah, but you have to, these are in powers a bit.
3: Yeah. How do you get a job at the Inquisition? Do they have like a background check? Do they they look into your your history? Anything like that?
1: It's actually really messed up. Uh, a lot of us were just uh, kids with nowhere else to go.
3: I'm not. I mean this with all due respect. Were you in prison at some point, Worston?
1: I've been in prison many times.
3: Okay. Okay. All I'm saying is I know that he is out there, and if we find him, I think he's. He might be mortal like us. Maybe he put the magic somewhere. It's it's safe somewhere, maybe all we have to do is unlock it again.
1: Yes, this is really the only plan we have, Weston. We have to find Deveci. If nothing else, will provide us with some answers. Hmm. All right, fine. So now we're As I return,
4: them, I put two back bottles. There's like,
1: there's like two other children following you with bottles as well.
4: And I, it's yeah. it's all whatever Kalugi drank the most of in the guild. It's like just all that, whatever oh, he liquor that anything. was. anything. You
1: know, yeah, it's all whiskey then. Whiskey it's comes just out. All whiskey. Two bottles of wine. The yeah. other child with a bunch of glasses set onto the table. The two other children turn around and immediately walk away. And then one of them elbows you. Come on.
4: I I push them. Just stand up. Oh, all right, all right.
1: They move away. You hear them going. Like, She's gonna get lashes. Or, He's gonna get
4: lashes. <laughs>
0: Uh, i immediately start to
4: like put ice in the cups and then like start pouring for everybody
1: yeah all right then if that's the plan where is he
3: we don't know
1: (laughs) you said you could uh find him right track him
3: Uh, it's like if i get I think if I get closer, I will know that we're getting closer. But we just have to work together with your resources and our resources, and and, and I think we can find. I think we can find him.
4: Ain't you said you're gonna find that that person, that uh, Graham guy? What I, the I fuck? Won't get.
1: He stands up.
3: I I tell everything to my child.
4: Yeah, He's I serve awesome. her.
3: This child uh, knows child more than me. You? I look at Reginald.
1: Um, sit down. Sit Where's down. Po- it's fine. He what?
3: he told us that he was going to get us a, a a meeting with him.
1: We we yes we we figured that we really only have um, two leads. We have to find uh, Grim. It seems that uh, Well, he's involved somehow. Presumably, if not, then he's just crazy, and that's a uh, it. Um, alternatively we find Deovaki. Nora's pretty confident that if we can get at least a direction to head we can find him and mm-hmm. that's presumably the rest of the answers we need. Uh, the plan is simply to wait for their final comrade. The last piece of the puzzle before we can piece it together. Right. So you want to go up to the fortress and speak to the mad Paladin?
3: I I don't want to. Um, said Paladin had tried to cut my head off, but apparently he might have something to say.
1: Your face is wanted. His face is wanted. And if she actually does make it here, Sooner's face is going to be wanted as well.
3: So don't, don't aren't you in control to... of taking that down since you work for the Inquisition? Uh,
1: it's a bit wobbly
3: why is that wobbly
1: well they brought down the fortress someone went mental and tried to kill the queen yeah we're not really in charge of the local monarchies we just work with them it's hard we have to not rock the boat uh there's still a standard inquisition or hold some sway and power but without magic there's no Arcanine. Without Arcanine, there's not really an Arcanine Inquisition. So it's a bit Why? hard to
6: leverage them.
3: We can disguise ourselves. You all can say we're new members of the Inquisition. We're new recruits. We we can... We can trick them. If we go in with you two, and they're like, yeah, you said the staff is low. You have us go in. We all dress differently.
0: Alternatively,
1: we all all dress the same. We could dress them in robes, Inquisition robes. We've got endless amounts of them.
3: I'm really good at accents.
4: And I can still be your boy, my lady. I can dress up like a girl. I can carry books.
1: You don't need it. We could just you know just put robe on and
3: maybe. uh... I mean, I've done my my Reginald knows my delivery accent. I've been doing one here. I feel like I could. Easily come up with a third one.
1: Um, well, yeah, yeah, we, we 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 could just do all the talking on on your behalf. But we could shave him. He points at you, shave well, him
2: I, I, I No, hey, women can have beards too. All
3: right.
1: Uh, more like, I mean, like you'll look completely different. No one will even recognize you. If
3: someone well, asked me a question, I gotta have
1: like. Well, well yes, I suppose. Well, they they the, the, they really only are going to know your face from a wanted poster and not. A, voice. You can sound however you wish.
3: So you say that, that I could have an accent if I wanted one?
1: Well, well, well I suppose, yes. You could okay. If you really wanted to.
4: Now, can I use insight? <laughs>
1: uh Yeah, so you've been watching this conversation Um and what does it specifically provide you? Sorry? Are uh, any specifics in there that you get?
4: You see the intentions of a nearby creature discovering prominent motive um choose one effect each time you use this ability you learn something the creature intends to do in the next 10 minutes or you learn something the creature intends to accomplish over a long period of time which so one So this is something i think i'd be going like what does it seem like Orson's trying to do long term yeah because he doesn't seem to want to attack us he would have probably done that
1: you get the same feeling that you got when you first um encountered reginald kind of uh uh, at the end of his tether, really back against the wall, sort of partially down and out, there's an element to Worston of just what l- do I have left to lose but to just go with this. These are, the, they, these are detectives, these are agents with one or two very thin leads to follow. They have no choice but to go with the flow here. He doesn't seem at all to be comfortable but it's not in the sense that he's going to pull anything it really does just seem like he's telling the truth it seems like both him and reginald they're the last of their team there is no one left they're unaware of cairo um and that they really do need to figure out what this is about it's their final mission um and he does seem to be kind of coming around to it um it seems it seem like
4: yeah. It seems like he's like be, like believing this and not one of those. We're gonna walk into a trap soon.
1: If I think you get the sense that he felt more like he was walking into a trap here than later, um, you get the sense that both him and Reginald came to the same conclusion that this could be another outside force uh, arranging for the meeting, but it was in fact just how they had hoped that it would be each other. It seems that Reginald trusts you and Aura now. You've both discussed with him plenty more Aura than you, but over the course of your time together that he seems to just be on your side and believing of it. Whether it it is the truth and fact, I think you get the sense that Reginald still isn't sure whether you were mind-wiped or taken and uh, messed with in some way. He, he certainly doesn't get this. You don't get the sense that they feel like you're purposefully mis- misleading them. Um, they don't don't get the sense and i think all of you can maybe begin to feel like this as well like they have kind of dropped the idea that you were actively a part of this dragonfly crew and the the vengeance and the things like that they still maybe don't believe your story is your story but they believe that you believe that's the story and regardless that's the only lead they have still um so essentially it does seem like they're kind of you both have a common enemy and a common goal and it does seem like they're on side whether it be slightly tentatively um there's certainly a kind of uh tension to it um but not anything that you get the sense um is like a big trick or a trap or anything um you also get the sense that Worston just kind of believes Bo's story in the same way that um that Reginald believes Aura's. It's just that where Reginald had Bo locked up, there was no reason to let him go. Um, Whereas Aura had Reginald, you know, with a sword to his throat. So it was just kind of the same thing. Um, Yeah, I think he seems, if anything, a little more relaxed the longer the conversation goes on, but not relaxed just with the situation.
4: I'll change that. Uh, I'm going to shove my way in between um, Worston and Bo. And sit down. Oh, hi. Hey, Bo. What? Look, it's me. How did you not know it was me? You know what I look like? What? Your disguise. Yeah, and I smell a little more now. No, not, not at all. Yeah. Well, fooled him, didn't it? And I, like, signal Orson.
2: I mean, I, I didn't even know it was you, too, until you, you surprised me.
4: That was the point. So about this plan.
1: Weston is like watching this exchange. <laughs> and then he looks over at Reginald. Reginald kinda of smiles and shrugs. And then he looks back and says The assassin.
4: Yeah? Huh. Well I we had to work with disguises.
1: Yeah. Is this uh this Is this how you get most of your marks, is it?
4: Not as a little boy, no. Most of them I just, you know, wait in a shadow for them to walk by and then walk away. He tells me you killed the god of death. Uh, we did it, actually. All of us. What was that like? I've... Gotta be honest, at the time I didn't really feel anything. I mean, being lifeless and all, at least then. Oh yeah, the curse. Yeah. For stealing. And I look at Bo. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs>
4: You're the thief here. You should have known those were cursed.
1: <sighs> um. Well then, it seems
4: everything's above board.
1: I reckon we get the fuck out of this shithole.
4: We gotta go meet our friend.
1: Well, well yes, but she won't be arriving until uh, morning.
4: Tomorrow, yeah.
1: Perhaps we could go back to the safe house.
4: Is it safe?
1: Um, actually, Weston, could we go to a better safe house? They smashed my window. Uh, where have you been staying? Uh, I I have my own safe house, of course. Just in you case. You've come to
2: our dungeon. Uh,
3: no. no. I don't no. think that's a good idea. No, no, Not going we, You've had dungeon. him in the
1: dungeon. Which one? Ten. Ten? Did he get out? Two weeks. Two weeks? Oh. Oh, that's... And he looks at Collogium Bow. Well, I suppose you're probably very tired after your... Extremely long journey. Um, th- there's got to be another one that we can go to. Uh, yeah, there's the comfortable one. We can go to the comfortable one. Not like anyone else is using it. Um, where's Bob? He's at the comfortable one. Well, maybe I we don't. I know g-
4: one we can stay yet. Just, this is the comfortable fine. one. No, Who's gonna look after Bob?
1: Uh, I suppose we do have to look after Bob.
4: Oh, I'm not going. Does, ba- d- d- does
3: Bob like recognize faces very easily
1: if we tell him not to kill you he probably won't
3: okay well I, I don't really like going on probabilities like yes I, if well we, i mean we
1: really we've been working with bob for, for a very long time and we're all on probabilities
4: yeah but does the inquisition know where bob's at
1: oh yes he's, he's quite safe he's in a comfortable safe house being looked after yeah,
4: i'm saying if they know where he's at then they'll know that we're there if he decides to well talk yes to anyone.
1: We, 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 we can't are. talk we are the he's
4: actually a mute. Oh, he's a mute, huh? Yes, yeah, I tried. He is yeah. now.
1: Yes. No, she Wait, didn't cut out his t- his tongue. Was cut out. I know. I think you see like ago. a
4: moment of
3: like. Really? Oh, oh yeah. No, no no no. He he was already mute when I met him. <laughs>
1: yes, he had a little trinket that he could. Uh, oh, I
4: thought you went on a through,
1: tongue Zarkai. cutting
4: spree for a second.
1: No. Yeah, well, so um,
3: I, I tried yeah. to have a conversation with him, and then he just kept lighting Maltoff cocktails. It was a whole thing.
1: That's what he does.
3: Does he have access to Maltov cocktails at this safe house? He's
1: barely got access to his hands. They're all bandaged up.
3: Okay. Um
4: Alright. Where is this uh, safe house?
1: Yeah, follow me. You see the um the fellow come out with the the um stuff and he walks towards the table. So, what would you like to eat, everyone? And stands up and just says, Fuck off. And the guy <gasps> St- Reginald, um <laughs> they- <laughs> yes, w- worse than is walking towards the door. Um, Reginald stands up awkwardly. Um, so, uh, well, of course, my tab. You put it all on the tab. Have, take a little for yourself. Um, and yes, we'll be leaving now. Unfortunately, we do have business to attend to. Leaving so soon. Yes, well. Just um, back- a
3: little snack before dinner. Thank you.
1: St- um. Of course, yes. We'll have a wonderful evening, one and all. Um
3: and to, uh, oh, to you as well
1: the uh fellow kind of watches you all as each i guess each of you stand up and head towards the door yeah, yeah i kind I'll of
4: go make a grab way i'll and, go grab and, like this stuff you still grab away. all this stuff
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah you all head out of this uh uh kind of upper class establishment one by one um you see, uh, Reginald turns like leaves last and turns and say, I'm just um, yeah. Father will cover it. Cover it, of course. Good night. Good night. A uh, few people kind of looking, strange, disgruntled um, uh, looks as you each step out and follow Weston off into the night. Back in the cart on the great road. You are uh, each on this cart. Several more hours have passed. Um, the sun is beginning to rise. You see the, uh, the dawn light kind of peeking over the edge of the... Um, Plains. In the distance, you see a kind of... Uh, it would look small to you, but a city begin to materialize. Um, Bologna is on a dip in the land, but the fortress sits on a plateau that you can kind of make out from a distance. It's kind of a two-tiered looking thing. Not huge or anything like that, but you can make out walls and some... General scattered kind of laid out houses in the very far distance. A circular-ish shape from this distance. With a fortress sitting. A castle from this distance and in the centre of it. Quite far away um, still. And you've been following a river now. The road runs now alongside of a, a pretty wide river. Um, as the sun comes up the drizzle of the rain... Continues hitting the river, light glancing off the river as well. Who is where and doing what on the cart at the moment?
5: I'm still in the back. I'm not sleeping anymore, though. I kind of have my hood pulled back a little bit, and I'm just uh, maybe watching the river go by or, or the road, whichever side I'm on.
1: I think at some point the twins will have swapped. Um, depending on maybe who's in the front it's up to you guys but um, Veraz would have gone back to the back of the car also awake but um, in the back of the car maybe he snoozed for a little bit with Tia sitting up front with whoever's driving
7: Um, I, I think I'm driving probably still Um, I something's been bothering me mm. I can't stop thinking about what just happened um, everybody being able to see everything and not me but I I, I keep fixating on what Ippo said to me um,
6: you Ever been to the Valley of the Vandering King? Yes that's it
7: uh, He said that to me a long time ago I heard that when Future Aura came, I heard him say that to me, and I think it troubles me actually.
5: <clears throat> how's it? How's it going up front there? You you awake?
7: Oh yes, I'm 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 good.
5: You'll you'll holler if you need, you know, a swap out or.
7: Oh, oh, yes. Uh, uh, I'll holler. I'm, I'm okay, though. Okay. Tell me again, Cairo, what... what you saw.
5: You mean the city? Yes. Salona? Okay. Uh, it was destroyed. And, and I was running in the street. And... And I was running from giant hands, black hands. They covered everything. And they were chasing me. And there was ruin everywhere.
7: And, and what about the gun?
5: Oh, oh, oh right. Uh, well, it was pointed at me. Uh, but it was your comrade, right? It was. It was.
7: Well, Cairo, I think that means that you're going to stick with us. Right? right? That's what that uh, means? I'd like
5: to. Would
7: you mind taking the, the reins from me for just ten minutes or so? Not
5: at all. Not at all.
7: Great. I'll
5: go ahead and, and the- climb over and uh, grab him.
7: Um, I'd like to do something... Uh let me see what it's called. I think I probably... Um, uh, he's still sitting there, right? I want to sit next to her, so I'll probably kind of just uh, gesture that he, he can go rest in, in the back, and I'll, I'll sit here next to Cairo. Um, may I do my um, invoke?
1: uh invoke what is that one
7: uh you leave your worldly body behind you must be in a quiet place with no other creatures around to begin the ritual
0: mm-hmm.
7: or does it count does it am i not able to since they're around me
1: um i think you can do it everyone's asleep really All right. um zyra is a, a lot of in, a, in a deep sleep as well you can see now that she has uh kind of curled up a little more she's gone from a sitting position to like a curled up position um and yeah you find a little area and everyone's quiet and it's quiet enough and nothing really happening i think you can do this
7: um while in this trance you can only vaguely sense if there is danger around your mortal body you may exit the trance at any time Mm. You enter a liminal plane of existence and experience this place like a dream world in the stars. It might be a lush paradise in a nebula. I won't read the rest of that and trouble you with it, but Mm -hmm. um, here you may speak with a mysterious version of yourself. They may appear to look exactly as you do, as you once did or will do, or perhaps they are you, yet distinctly different. You may describe what you see each time. You may speak to the avatar for one minute about anything you like. If you ask any of these questions, the GM will give you a truthful answer.
1: So you sit there. Yes. Your. It takes a little while to have the. Um, have the uh, bumping of the carriage and the drizzle of the rain will keep you grounded from doing something like this um, before this kind of trance like meditation takes you and eventually it drifts away you are still aware still in your body you're still you know kind of sitting in this cart the wood um, you can sense the rumble of the car and the bumping along this road you can hear the clippity-clop of the horse but for the most part, you kind of drift off and as you maybe close your eyes, when you open, not your eyes again, but an eye, you find yourself in a kind of field of stars. No constellations that you recognize, no understanding of where precisely you might be, but there's just kind of a, a peace and um, transience to the place that you find yourself in and um, what do you say
7: I definitely don't see myself at least in a physical form Um, so I think I look around for a minute um, am I on the right path to to fixing things to bringing magic back
1: Ahead of you the stars um, begin to shift and change into strange shapes. You can see um, that they begin to form like a very odd shape. Um, humanoid at first and then it sprouts a set of arms and it becomes clearer as more and more stars begin to kind of form this figure. It takes more and more depth in a strange sort of pointillist way. Um, it's odd, but the stars take the form of Ahi, the strange oh. figure that you had met right it's at the horrific. beginning that pulled you to this thing. Ahi's face, however, it, it isn't made of stars, it is just your face oh. up there. It's um, very troubling. The face looks at you and says, "What is broken for you to fix?"
5: Well, um,
7: there, there, there's no magic. I've, we've we've robbed everyone of, of, of magic. Perhaps. It is not always about trying to fix something that is broken. Maybe you must start over and create something better. What if I don't know what that looks like? Who could know? I don't know. Am I you? Yes. Is that what I'm going to become? No. I am you. I don't think I like that implication, to be honest.
1: The stars shift and change. And... You see that the arms are pulled in again, all of them. The hands remain, they grow a little in size, the body shifting and changing outwards, the face at the top splits, there are now like six faces that are all yours looking at you. It takes the form of Dayovaki.
6: Would you prefer this?
1: No.
7: Am I going to find you? Well, I guess you're me so you can't really answer that. Um, I feel a great responsibility, and I'm I just want to make sure I'm not endangering those I love again.
6: Would you like to find me?
7: Yes. Yes, I would. Have you found yourself? I think I have.
6: Then you will find me.
7: I think I leave this space, but I am laughing when I wake up.
1: You kind of take a little while, I think, as you begin to sort of ground yourself. It takes a moment. It's not really the type of thing that you can just snap out of. It's a deep meditation. It's a trance. Um, Very strange feeling as the more present sounds return then the feelings, um, the sensation of the rocking of the carriage, and you open your eyes, and in front of you, you see the left-hand pauldron of Zyria in front of you, and it has the all-seeing eye on it, the same symbol that was on her shield, the symbol of Savras. Sometimes this is in the form of a crystal ball with many eyes in it, sometimes it's a single large eye, sometimes it's an eye in a triangle, very Illuminati style. Um, but She just has a pretty simply engraved all-seeing eye in the pauldron that's looking at you as you awaken from this meditation. Mm.
7: I- ironic more like we th- thought we thought we were um we thought we were doing the right thing you know killing something horrific stopping a monster and i kept saying no 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 you know who are we to to just rule over and become gods and w- we're no different from the thing we're trying to stop then, are we?
5: And we are At least you questioned it. I didn't even do that. (laughs) That was a bit too late.
7: Well, I'm afraid this doesn't bode well for us, for me. What doesn't? I think we're looking for ourselves. I think when we find each other again, we'll either, um, become De'aveki or summon De'aveki, I think, I think he's within us. Us four. Or we are him, or something to that nature.
5: That's that's a lot to chew on.
7: Yes, well, let's hope I'm wrong, (laughs) right? I just pat her leg I suppose. let's hope I'm wrong uh,
5: well uh, I'll be here yes i
7: I know and don't worry about that that man with the rifle it was a good shot too
1: the cart trundles onwards down the road um an hour or so passes and eventually ahead of you, spreading out across your vision, this um, wall appears. The western side of Bologna is a little different to the eastern and southern sides. Um, the northern side mostly just kind of a plateau that leads up to the fortress. And uh, the western side has a lot of the river. that runs into canals all the way through Bologna and there's a bridge that goes over this river and heads towards the Western Gate. Um, ahead of you, you can see a very large gate inside of a very large wall, and beyond it, the very recognisable city of Bologna um, appears. you found found Bologna, you finally made it to Bologna's Western Gate. And that is where we end today's session.
6: Oh. Huh.
7: Good morning
1: sunshine Thanks for playing players
4: Thanks for damage. It's all coming together Holy shit All coming together
1: Next week we will begin with you all Finally being reunited (laughs) Uh, (laughs) After all this time There's that one
7: Which is exciting but also terrifying Uh, uh,
1: Activating the true end game um,
6: yeah it's when I reveal myself as the BBEG. Oh yeah! don't you
7: dare don't you dare yeah.
6: <laughs> Bo's gonna take off the
1: sunglasses and his eyes are yellow. Um, <laughs> <I tried. laughs> uh, we'll do a quick round of shoutouts. everyone can uh, say where they're from, what they're doing during the week and where people can find you doing those things. Um, and then we'll head on out till next time. Or The Great Reunion, which is a terrifying thing to say if you're a Final Fantasy 7 fan and I shouldn't call yeah, it that, that <laughs> uh, Let's start with a Final Fantasy 7 fan, Zacoticus. Where can people find you and what do you do there?
6: Hi everyone, I'm Zgottikus. Uh You can find me here in Tablesford on Tuesdays as well as Sundays. I play a very young man there, Alexander Pepin. He's a Ravenclaw student at Hogwarts. Um... And he's such a wonderful character too. So I hope you'll check that out. There's plenty of witchcraft and wizardry to catch up on as well. If you want to check out the YouTube and get a feel for it. Wonderful cast of people. Wholesome, funny. Um, it's awesome. I love it. Um, you can follow me on Kiss everywhere. I play video games. I make terrible jokes that are solely for my own entertainment. But you might enjoy them too. And uh, you can find my podcast, The Zgodcast, uh and all the podcast places. That's just me talking to kill cool people. About things, and uh, it's a good time. It's basically just an excuse for me to force people to talk to me for a couple of hours so I'm not lonely, and then I record it, and, and you can all listen to it too. That's why
1: I do this and refuse to end it. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I have friends. Thanks. Um, what about you, Pocket? How was it being a boy?
4: Uh. Well, I mean, it's just, I sounded like a little boy, but to be fair, when I was a little girl and even a teenager, I sounded like a little boy too. So it was normal, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I was also a tomboy. Um, You can find me in Texas. You asked, where can they find you? Yeah, you uh, give, your, give your address and
1: your social security <laughs> <no>. number out? <laughs> you can
4: find me at Pocket on Twitter and when I occasionally stream at uh, Pocket on Twitch, um, mostly sticking to photo stuff lately and editing videos. But I, I do want to get back to streaming. I had a pinched nerve all last week, so I was in very fun pain. Uh still kind of bad, but whatever that's that's my all
1: right yeah yeah go get better <laughs> um yeah. what about you desby
4: oh hi i'm just BRX.
2: i played Bobo for you today amazing episode today everybody holy cow brad i don't know how you keep up with all these characters what it's
4: <laughs> <fucking me>. insane
2: <laughs> it's insane uh anyway you can find me here at uh disbyrx on twitch and twitter uh i i've been playing a variety of games uh I last checked out the new map on Phasmophobia, the prison map. That's been uh, pretty cool. There's a new map. Yeah, there's a new mm-hmm. map. Uh huh. Should totally it's check
0: it out.
7: Prison. What? Yeah, it's a prison. I don't even know. How long has
1: there been a new map for? Just, Just a couple of days. Yesterday. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Thanks All for right. Fun there
1: you off. go. Go to prison. Go to prison with addicts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about Tuesday? Tuesday's been in prison for most of her life.
5: Yeah, we weren't going to bring that up, though. All right. I don't know if you just... click on that. that. Take okay. that
1: out. It's streaming anyway, live um, from St. Anger right now.
5: I'm Tuesday Grey. <laughs> I'm not in prison. Uh, you can find me at Tuesday Grey on Twitch and Twitter. Um, for now, just here on Sundays, but streaming someday. And I would like to shout out my favorite moment from today, which was Tilly deciding that her name was Tilly and then proceeding to act as Tilly because... It was
1: amazing i know I, it was amazing i <laughs> want a, a spin-off which is just yeah. aura going around the country pretending to be a noble be a noble
3: yeah um, <laughs>
4: <laughs> anytime <after laughs> <have a> <laughs> <laughs>
5: all right it's <laughs> <This is> amazing <laughs>
4: but thank you. i refuse to be the boy the whole time <laughs> let me be like it. the the husband sometimes yeah. <laughs> Okay. i gave you some of the meat and cheese so. i know <laughs> and you, you didn't slap
5: me like one of the happy. kids you we weren't the whipping boy you was... got the table yeah. scraps
6: and no abuse
1: be grateful yeah <laughs> um, the uh this the fun subversion that i've been i've been I don't know if you noticed, but I've been subverting loads of stuff. I've been trying to do one subversion an episode every time. Like last week was that you were panicked about walking through the gates and it was going to be a whole thing and then you just (laughs) walked through and it was fine. Um, Which, uh, yeah, so this one I was like, I thought it would be really funny if it was like built up to be this thing where you kind of have to be in disguise and you got to play the part right, but you go into this place where all these bastards don't give a shit anyway. (laughs) You're just being an eccentric, crazy person like they are, kind of, and you fit in more being, kind of wrong in your perfect uh, care. Yeah. less. Thank uh, you for
4: letting me fool worst in, though. That yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, that
1: was funny as well. Like you're just standing there. Yeah. Um, and Bo, like I was, I considered having them both roll, but I was like, it would just be funny if like you just, <laughs> however long you want to do it for, you're just doing this thing, Yeah. <laughs> uh, which was fun. Uh, all right, so go follow Tuesday. Who's next? Katie Peters Plouse.
3: Hello, I'm Katie Peters Plaus. Uh, you can find me at Katie Peters Plaus on Twitch at Play Katie Play on Twitter. Someday, maybe they'll be the same, but for now and for many years, they have not been. Um, I. I have the same. I thing. play. Do you? Yeah,
6: yeah, he does. Yeah, he's buff water one. Buff oh, you water. are. Yeah. Why? Because he's
3: uh, buff. Because i know, sp- like super ripped, right? Shredding,
1: mate. Uh, no, it's because when I made a Twitter account. In like 2012 i had already been online for like a year but i didn't want twitter because i knew instinctively and i was right that i would hate it but <laughs> i like eventually i was like i gotta get one and i went to get one and someone already had it and was pretending to be me and was like typing <laughs> myself like i'm so great and i think i'm so perfect and tweeting it out and it had like a bunch of follows <laughs> and stuff and i was like oh my god this is awful and uh yeah so brad was a fake account and so i couldn't get one and my friend Liam, who I had a channel with on YouTube at the time, was called Loughwood, so I thought, oh, I'll just put a B, B Buff You know, because mm-hmm. it matched, because then we would match, I think. So that's it. That's how that worked out. Yeah.
3: Mine was not that I just can't fit my name <laughs> to <into> it. So <laughs> uh that's what happened with me. Uh no one was pretending to be make me. One me up, or make one up, make up a story. <laughs> no one uh, was pretending to
4: be me the next time. Like
3: Katie Place, my username. Which because on PlayStation I tried putting Katie Peters' place, but Peters is also uh, a synonym for penis. And so PlayStation would not let it me is? use it because it was a yeah. it was a loose. Yeah.
1: Whoa. What is so that? An American never heard
3: thing? Of that. So, okay, my husband's a teacher, and sometimes the kids will call him Mr. Peckers because <laughs> Sorry, it's mean. Not funny. <laughs> no, well, no. It, I mean, it is kind of funny. We laugh <laughs> it about it, but and sometimes <laughs> Katie calls like him Mister Oh no! Sorry. No, I don't know where <laughs> I was. I got derailed. Um, but yeah, come hang out with me. I scream on my channel about stuff a lot. So.
1: <laughs> um, that is crazy. I can't believe that. How do me like that? Must be an American thing, Scott.
6: Yeah, I haven't heard of it. I've never heard
0: someone say,
1: Oh, usually, like Americanisms are kind of like we get them anyway because of maybe it's like an older one. I think it is older, yeah, Mm. Yeah. it's crazy. Uh, what about you then? He's got his Peter out, he's got his Peter out. My
7: god,
4: exactly how you say it. That's how you say it. (laughs) where would you
1: look at that?
7: This is new to me, I didn't know this either. He's got a micro
1: Peter. (laughs)
6: Oh,
7: Peter, I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Speaking of seeing what you did there. Holy shit. Am I allowed to talk about this? Can I say this? What? How fucking cool this is?
6: What? I has <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he isn't he like...
7: actually said a line to me that was said to me a year ago on the show that Brad said that Toby said. And and then you said it just now, and I'm freaking out about it. Yeah. It was so good.
1: I'm very happy. So good. That you that's it. That.
7: <laughs> that's all I fucking got.
1: And that's why you get the best role players here on Table Story. Roll up, roll up, get your best role player here on Table Story. You really do. Um, Very fun. Yes. Uh, I've been sitting on the Valley of the King for a while. um, <laughs> <laughs> And... Uh, There it is. I've been
6: waiting for the Valley of Redmond King. (laughs) I know. Um,
1: All right. There we are. That's everyone. Make sure you go and follow them. Except for you,
7: Bradley. Can you please shout yourself out this time?
1: My name is Brad, and I have a Twitch channel as well. I've been playing KOTOR 2 because that won the vote. That I did last which was amazing for me because I'm really on a Star Wars kick at the moment and I'm a tier two Star Wars fan We came up with a tier list for Star Wars fans There's like a tier one fan where you kind of just watch the movies There's tier two when you've watched like Clone Wars and Rebels, but you haven't read loads of the books And then there's tier three when you've like read all the legends books and everything like
4: that I'm not well, that, quite that, that would then, No, see that would be your god tier. You need tier one to be- yeah. they've read some of the books
7: yeah, because I'm 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 in that category. Yeah, I don't know if I'm you've kind of read some of the books.
1: You're like tier two, though, right? I'm... Tier two no, is not like for I've more read than some books. Someone who just
4: plays a couple games and watches Clone Wars.
1: Maybe, Maybe. I've watched the movies See, one Wars, and played it's a Lego game.
7: One Wars thing, thing to do.
1: But like, okay, here's or how I've always much. found when I interact with someone. I'm like, have you seen Star Wars? And they've either watched like the movies and they're like, yeah, I liked that one movie, or they go, I've read everything and my knowledge is. More than yours, and you're like, I'm so intimidated, and they just they school you on it.
4: I can I'm I can always name so many somewhere. different races in the Star Wars universe that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, so you're and god they, tier. Yeah, you're just got right. tier. You're just you're <laughs> the
1: yeah. one that I was just saying. Yeah. Um uh But yeah, I've been I'm in on a Star Wars kick. So uh a couple of weeks ago, the vote that I do on my channel, Kotor won, and then uh, I would never would have expected that my channel would have enjoyed it as much as they did. But they voted for the second Kotor, which is what I just started playing. So. I haven't even got a lightsaber yet. If you want to watch that, I stream every day. Much to Phoebe's chagrin. She has been... I
7: keep trying to tell him that it's okay if he takes
4: a day off.
1: And, and um, he screams at me for an hour. I'll never so. do it.
4: And you're really good at role-playing with yourself.
1: It okay. is...
4: That makes me laugh. So, so
1: tiring. Much. Like Of the reason I don't do the, the shout-out is because I'm like, I need to lay down now. Done. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I'm playing Bully. I've never played that before.
5: That's Yay,
1: that's yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And that's on my Twitch it's gonna channel. It's trip. Um,
7: Which is not Buffwodo. That's his Twitter. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's not Buffwodo. Um, it's Bradwodo.
7: Yes. Twitch.tv slash Bradwodo.
1: That's correct. Uh, make sure you follow this channel, though, and go to the Discord and um, talk with all the other people and watch all the other shows. We have shows most nights. They're dropping like flies at the moment because it's just the way that it goes. Um... But uh, show's coming up all over the place. Oh, yeah. On Deb the 30th what have we of got? December. Yes. We have, oh, I don't uh, have, have ha- the trailer.
7: Oh, well, whose fault is that? Probably Yours. mine. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. It's on It's on our Twitter account. But it is. we are returning to the world of Nocturne with the cast of Nocturne for a one-shot. December 30th. It is a full moon. Yeah, We're going to have fun. So definitely come. Yeah. Check it out. It's either 4.30 or 5 o'clock. One of the two we haven't
4: decided yet. But Did be you say there. December 30th? That's right. It's Wednesday, a full moon.
1: Uh, yeah, there you
4: go. I'm gonna dress like a werewolf. I was gonna say vampire, but I didn't. Oh,
7: that's topical. Do that.
4: Okay. Wait, which one? The, mm, werewolf. the werewolf. Okay. <laughs>
1: there
6: you go. The, the on everyone... Discord's about to blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <crumbs>. Holy
4: shit! <laughs> I dress like point. a werewolf for your guys' <laughs> one yeah, shot. Yeah. <laughs> just want you to know I'm dressed like it right now watching
1: <laughs> uh, alright everyone has to dress like a werewolf on December the 30th um, we'll see you then <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week for the continuation of this, the reunion see you then, oh, yeah. thanks Why? for watching